All right. Um, what's up, dude? How you been? I've been I know you've been hitting bro. the gym. Yeah, I've lately. been trying to go to the gym lately, dude. I see you hitting the gym and shit. Yeah, it's only been a month. I still, you know, I still got a long way to go, but I'm trying. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to stay consistent. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I'm trying to be like you, dude. I'm telling you, like, when I first started going, right? Yeah. I'm talking like, I, this was like five years ago. I think we were. I think I, I. I think I was just out of high school. I think I had just turned eighteen. That's when everyone started going, honestly. Or maybe I was like seventeen. But no, when you were um, eighteen. But when everyone turns eighteen, is when they. I lagged yeah. it, bro. I'm three years behind. So. Yeah, but when I first started going, um, like I, I went to the. I was going to the gym, like kind of like not even like taking it that seriously, but like I wanted to see results, but I wasn't really taking it that seriously. But I was going to the gym, and then like a month later, like. I had taken a progress picture before that. Yeah, you were, so you were I, on the so progress I, pictures. Yeah, so I, I took a part. Um, Anthony, my friend Anthony, you know him. Yeah, he's he, cool. He helped. He took a progress picture of me, bef- like literally the first day of the gym. Hmm, first day of the gym. You naked, I see. Yeah, and so like the first day of the gym, we took a progress picture front yeah. and back, um, and then a month later, took another mm-hmm. progress picture front and back. Okay. And looked at the progress pictures, and I said, and we both, because because I looked at him with him, and he and we were like, there's no progress. Yeah, that's there's how nothing. I am right now, bro. There's Wait, nothing. how long did you say? A month? But yeah, like a month. Yeah, I've and not I was seen like, any and he was like, there's no progress, month, dude. Bro. He was like, maybe a little bit there, but nah, like, there's nothing, nothing really there. But the thing about when when I was when I started, I was really skinny. So I'm really. Fat. I should see progress super quick. Yeah, you should super see easily. I should see if if you are skinny, and you hit the gym, and you eat good, you eat well. Then you you will see progress. Okay. Like in in a month for sure you'll Almost see progress. Yeah. But but I didn't see progress and were I was you like doing wow. Wrong or what? Yeah. So I wasn't eating enough. Oh, you were Because I have enough. such a fast metabolism that I just was not eating nearly enough. I so wish, I wish I had your metabolism, bro. Honestly. Yeah, I guess I guess if you had to choose, like you'd rather have a fast metabolism. But there's than ways to boost one. it, though, right? Yeah, for sure. Like exercising, exercising is one of them. Is boosting yeah, exercising your is probably the one of the most important things you can do in your life. Is yeah. just exercise, whether it be and people say like either strength training or like doing cardio, but they're not they're not mutually exclusive. Like you should be doing both of them. Like right. you shouldn't you shouldn't be like oh I strength train but I don't do any cardio. Like you should yeah. strength train and do cardio. And you shouldn't only do cardio. You should also do cardio and strength train. Okay. Because yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because you get the best of both worlds. Definitely. I mean. Dude, I'm, uh, I mean, I've not, maybe, fuck, maybe since like high school, I've been a little bigger, but then since COVID, I got a lot bigger and I've always kind of been over like overweight, you could say, and, and I, I need to really lose weight and that's what I've been trying to do. I'm just having a lot of trouble, you know, well, I'm not having trouble going to the gym and staying consistent. It's just timing is off. Like, like I have a lot less time to for everything else right now, Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially because the workouts that I'm trying to do that I'm like, people are putting me on you and other people are putting me on. They're just so lengthy and extensive, you know, because I got to work every part of my, every muscle because all my muscles are untrained because I don't, yeah, work, but- I don't work out enough. Well, I didn't work out enough. And yeah. that's what I'm saying when I say I lagged it because everyone started going. You know, if not before, even out of high school, and I wasn't even an athlete like but, that. But most people don't go though. That's the thing. Myself like the you have to understand that, that most of the population, they don't exercise. I mean, to be honest with you, um, it's easy to get discouraged for me sometimes since yeah. I'm so new and I'm not seeing a lot of progress. But I'll be honest, I definitely feel a lot better of myself, just because it makes me feel like I'm actually trying, and it makes me feel like I'm actually doing something. Mm-hmm. There were days when I would get home and I'd just be like, "Dude, I'm I I got off at five. And I'm here and I'm home from five till I sleep at like 11 or 12. Yeah. 
and i'm like i i didn't do anything with the rest of my day i went to work and, and whatever but like that's not satisfying to me you know yeah and at least now i get a little more satisfaction out of going to the gym for sure but you know i think within three months if i don't start seeing progress it's gonna really suck for me i and i you, think you told me to take progress pictures but you i need just, to take progress you need like i'm like this isn't even like uh like this is this shouldn't be even be like oh i don't want to see myself like yeah, this should be yeah. like this should be like it should be something that you want to see when you get to the point where you're but, at because if you don't it, listen if you don't take a progress picture now and a year down the road you look great and you don't have a progress picture you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have some regret you about think that. so for sure if i didn't have my progress pictures i was like dang i cannot believe i didn't take any progress pictures like i would have wanted to see how i looked let us know down below it, it, the it, value it, of progress pictures but it really like helps your self-esteem dude i'm not trying to be on no like on no debbie downer uh fucking pity me shit like not like not no not no self-esteem shit or, or like fishing for compliments or anything like that but I just don't like looking at myself because I feel some sort of embarrassment from how far I've let myself go. Because I will admit, like, obviously, it's a lot easier to gain fat than to lose fat. But I didn't get like this yeah. overnight, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure most of the, like, well, not most of the people, but anyone that's watching that's overweight, you know, you didn't get like that overnight. Mm. It took a lot of years of not taking care of yourself. And that's what it is yeah. for me. It was a lot of years of just not taking care of myself the way I should have, not working out. I mean, you know, if I started doing this a long, long time ago, I wouldn't be feeling the way i'm feeling right now and it's not like it's not it doesn't make me sad or anything i'm not like that but it just like kind of i feel ashamed of myself for being so lazy in the past you know yeah but the important thing is that you're starting now yeah and if you were if you started at 40 like do you know how how like malleable your life is to change yeah at at, at this age yeah like in, in your 20s my, my like, um sorry my supervisor so tells healthy. me all the time yeah my supervisor and my supervisor is like a, a fit guy he's not he's nothing like spectacular but he's he's a fit guy who took care of himself in his early years so he's not yeah. really regretting anything right now and he always tells me he says dude i mean obviously i have to do a lot more especially since i'm overweight but he always says dude if you do a couple push-ups every day like 100 push-ups every day you'll you'll see at least a little bit of, of progress you know especially like but you know that's not everything you need to do but he's just like just activate your metabolism because he said when you get to my age and you try to cut weight, it's so much harder because your body is not, you know, going to activate it like that quick. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I mean, yeah, at least I'm starting now. But I mean, and I don't I don't really compare myself to other people. And that's not something that I usually do. But I do see other people and I'm like, damn, I wish I had a body like that, you know, or like, mm -hmm. damn, I wish I got on it because I see kids that are barely graduating now. and They're already fucking ripped and they, mm -hmm. they got the muscles and they're cut. And I don't want a six pack or anything. I don't want to be like buff or like bodybuilder type or anything but i just yeah. want to i just want to be confident in myself to like walk around the beach with my shirt off you know mm -hmm. just just because that's just how i am like that's just how i see things i'm like well and even to a certain point it's like a health thing i don't want to end up 100 yeah. i don't want to end up about developing some sort of like diabetes or or some sort of of health condition because i didn't take care of myself when i was younger you know so i mean it might be a little late but i mean no better time than the present right so if you take the top two percent of people of the, the top 2% of the fittest people versus the bottom 25%, you see like a 400% increase in all-cause mortality across the board. So all-cause mortality, 400% of, of the people under that, that are 25%, that are in the 25% and under. Of what? Of health? Yeah, of health, like of fitness. So the, the people that are in the 25%. Like overweight and stuff? 
Yeah, so those people have a 400% increase in all-cause mortality than the people at the top 2%. That's crazy. If you if you were to exercise 90 minutes a day, just I mean, no sorry, 90 minutes a week, that would that would lower your that would lower the like all-cause mortality by like 15%. Just fifty percent. That's well, thirty minutes three in three days. Okay. Well, what what that's is that 50, though? What is that insane. like? Like, what do you mean by working out? Because that's another thing, and I'm still trying to learn. If I'm not sore, I don't think I'm doing it right. Okay. Like, and I want to be sore because I want to see progress and I want to feel like I'm building muscle. But it's hard because usually I go by myself or with someone that's not really that good of a teacher. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, no one's gonna tell me what my limit is. Except like, not not that like I'm not gonna let anyone tell me, but no one is gonna know. Mm-hmm. except for me you know i'm only i can know if i'm really pushing myself mm-hmm. and sometimes when i'm at the gym i feel like i am but then i get home and i'm like damn i didn't really push myself today you know well but it just all depends because really, i'm not I mean, sore like i, I want to feel it you know yeah you don't need to be sore if if you're sore then it could mean that you had a good workout it could mean that you know you had high intensity but that doesn't necessarily mean that if you're not if you don't if you don't get sore that doesn't necessarily mean that you didn't work the muscle out that, yeah. you, that you didn't rip the muscle. I'm you hear- didn't rip the fibers of the muscle. I'm hearing that a lot, but I mean, I just... So you have to understand, like, don't don't get upset or, I've like, only been going a month, but I really want to make sure that I'm doing things right because I want to see... I'm, I'm a very impatient guy. I'll admit that. I'm very impatient. That's why in the past when I've gone to the gym, I mean, I, as ridiculous as it may sound, I've only, like, when I've gone consistently prior, it's only been for two weeks, three weeks, you know, at a time. It's never been, like, a consistent on a, month, a monthly basis, on a daily basis. And I just started doing that now, and I'm I'm planning on sticking to it. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, God forbid anything happens in my in my re- in my near future, I'm really planning on sticking to my training and my my pra- uh, my my workouts because I don't like I don't, not that I don't feel confident in myself. I just want to do more for myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I just I just just personal, you know. Like I don't like I'm not doing it for anyone except for me. I just want to feel yeah. proud of myself, you know. Yep, for sure. Yeah, and I don't know if you heard. I don't know if you heard. I don't know if you've seen that deal. Um, Peter Atiyah's one of his latest podcasts with Tom Bilyeu. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like crazy. Like he doesn't fat. I don't know if you guys know who Tom. Um, sorry, not Tom Bilyeu, but uh, Peter Atiyah is very. Uh, I think he's a very good doctor. He has a. He's like one of the, one of the leading people, at least in the space, at least in the YouTube space, of, um, telling you how you can live longer explaining the benefits of protein the benefits of exercise specifically um and he said that um according to dr peter atia he said that the vo2 max test is the number one indicator the number one metric we have of estimating a person's lifespan my dad's reading this book the vo2 max do you know what the vo2 max is deal it's like um the max like when you're uh, I think like in taking the maximum amount of oxygen, yeah. or, like your your mm-hmm. muscles are like using the maximum amount of or the most efficient amount of oxygen sustained, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So like, what what they do is they'll put a mask over you. They'll get, they'll put you on a treadmill. They'll gl- gradually increase the the speed mm-hmm. um, un- until the point like it, this could last like ten minutes or five minutes depending on how fit you are, mm-hmm. until the point where you're pretty much done. Like you, you can't go on anymore. You're yeah. get, you're about to fall, mm. and then they'll stop, oh, okay. and then they will calculate the amount of oxygen you're taking in, and that number is very highly correlated. Yeah. According to Peter Tia, that number is the best metric we have of associating somebody's lifespan, whether it's going to wow. be a long lifespan or a short lifespan. So those people, if you the people, and and by the way, that that is cardiovascular respiratory fitness. Yeah. So that's 
cardio endurance, right? Um, and apparently that is the number one metric we have of knowing or estimating a person's lifespan. How can I get my hands on one of those? One of what? One of those VO2 max tests? Yeah. You'd have to go to a lab and have them do it I don't think you, you need to worry about it, though, honestly. You yeah, don't, I don't... Right now, you don't really need to worry about it. Is that for older people or what? No, it's just for, like, if you're really, you know, into it. If you're yeah, really, if you're really into know. it. I really... Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, actually... No, because you... Come on. Because you know you're not at your max potential. And you no, know you can I'm, only get better from here. I'm far so. from it. Yeah, so there's no need to test it right now. Because you're, you're, you're only so, going to get better. So it's changeable. Yeah, of course. So you absolutely. can increase your lifespan. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 100%. Especially at your age. I mean, we're in our 20s. At There's our no age. Set lifespan. At our age. Exactly. Are you like, no, no, no. We no, can dramatically change the, the. Yeah, imagine if you smoked every day, like, you know, nonstop until you died. Mm-hmm. And no, then if I you did. every day, bro. I know. I don't <laughs> smoke at all, bro. If my yeah, parents are watching this, I don't smoke. I a, promise. That was an ADIQ moment. All right. Huh? I know you don't smoke. Well, yeah. I mean, that. Yeah. He also talks about the exercise, the importance of strength training, because strength training, being strong and having muscle mass, is correlated with preventing diseases like Alzheimer's, preventing diseases like dementia. So, if you're strong, specifically being strong, how do you know? Um, sorry to cut you off. Or finish, finish. My I was mind. just saying that specifically being strong, not yet, not only that, but it's also like imagine you being strong as you age. Yeah. You need to be strong to open a door. Yeah. You need to be strong to stand up. You need yeah. to be strong to walk. A lot of people um, that are in their 80s, if they make it there, you know, are just you know sitting down most of the day and they can't do anything yeah. because they they don't have the muscles or the strength to stand up, get up and walk, right? Yeah. And as you age, you need more and more protein. So that's why protein is so important. So as I get older, I need to eat a lot more protein. As you get older. You will have anabolic resistance, which means that your body will need more and more protein. So you need to consume more and more protein to maintain the muscle that you have, muscle and strength. How how can you measure how m- your percentage of muscle to fat? Yeah, that's a good question. There's you a, have to. There's these really cool scales that do that. Yeah, there's um, yeah, there's a lot of scales a lot that you can buy. That uh, it's like an electromagnet or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you, you were telling me y- yesterday that like the military does a BMI. And yeah, then they, that, they, they equal that. They equal though. that to like body fat percentage. True. Yeah, it's a body fat percentage. That's that's so bad. Yeah. So and the the body the and, and the way they do it too is like they just you know they take your weight and then your, your height, height and yeah. then that's it. Because I hear a lot that's of it, people yeah. say they're there's percent lean and this percent fat, but how do you really measure that? How do you really? I think the you best have way to go is the to a uh, lab and they'll, they'll do it yeah, for you. And, you know, the, they'll give you the exact measurements. And yeah, they can do like a super professional thing. Yeah, it's very complicated. I've never done one, so I'm not really exactly too sure about it, but. Yeah, like I was saying though, like you can be, you can be labeled as obese and be perfectly healthy. How? Like for example, sumo wrestlers could, on its face, hypothetically speaking, they could be perfectly healthy. Why? They could be healthy because sumo wrestlers, to do what they need to do, they need to be strong. Yeah. They need to have, they probably have, a pretty good metabolic health, because. I mean, they're wrestling. I mean, wrestling yeah, takes a lot of cardiovascular lot of health, yeah. cardiovascular fitness. So as long as those sumo wrestlers don't have visceral fat, which is the fat around their organs, inside the muscle, as long as, long as they don't have that, and as long as they're not uh, insulin resistant or metabolically unhealthy, which I don't think they are, the fat around them is just... 
fat out. It's it's the subcutaneous fat. Visceral fat, no? No, that's the bad fat. Bad one. Inside that's the fat okay. that's around your organs and stuff. Yeah. But the subcutaneous fat is just it? like fat that's outside your body. And I'm not saying like they could they they would probably be healthy a little healthier if they lost the fat because then their body wouldn't have to work as hard to carry them around, right? Yeah. But in theory, they could be healthy. Yeah. Another example would be like a person my height. I could be maybe 175. I'm not. But if I was 175, 180, I would be labeled. If I was 175, 180, but had a lot of muscle, a lot of strength, not a lot of fat, I would be labeled as obese. Really? Yeah, because of my white weight and height, according according to the BMI um, so they measurement. Just, they just associate it to weight. They don't. They don't uh, yeah. attribute yeah. anything else but to. You have to attribute body composition, which is how much fat you have, how much muscle you have, if you're metabolically healthy, if you're you need to be resistant. scanned for that though. Like that, that takes a, for a little yeah, bit yeah, further yeah. research. No. Yeah, yeah. To know really but, how I mean, much fat know. you have. Yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll know if you're yeah, healthy. There's or not. these scales you could buy for like a hundred bucks that yeah. tell you your body fat, your muscle mass, bone mass, mm-hmm. body water, everything. Pretty cool. How important is bone mass compared to muscle mass? <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I think if you have bigger you need, bones, like yeah. I think some people do have like slightly thick, and that's not. I'm not saying like because you have bigger bones, you're fatter. It's not why. I'm just saying like you might have some people might have slightly thicker wrists or like, you know, whatever. Just slightly it's bigger bones. Strength. If you're strong, I think that's good. I think yeah, that will I contribute know. to bone density, which is important as you age especially right because mm-hmm. then because then you, get if more you have fragile frail bones and then yeah. if you fall also muscle right? if you you're 65 pl- if you're 65 bags. plus Age and you fall you have like a you're more prone thir- 15 to 30 percent chance of Breaking dying within the next year what if you fall over the age of if you're 65 and older what do you mean like but like fall like and break something yeah or if just... it break your hip damn y- you have 15 to 30 percent chance of dying within the next 12 months 12 months. I don't want to hear that. So this is why being strong and having muscle and being able to move is so important, especially at an old age. Wow. Yeah. So exercise is crucial. One of the most important, if not the most important thing you could probably do for yourself. Well, would you say that that's, that's kind of been like exercising is kind of like a lost art, like very like, because a lot of the people that I know do exercise. Mm -hmm. Like, Believe it or not, like I'm not saying that. Like mm-hmm. I only associate with like skinny people, yeah. but most of the people that the reason I've been starting to exercise is because a lot of the people that I know exercise. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, well, I should exercise, but you're saying that very little people do nowadays. Yeah, I mean, what? How much? How much of the U.S. population is obese? Like eighty percent, seventy seventy percent. Eighty percent. It's if the, the U.S. population well, is I don't obese. Know if it's that much. I don't know if it's that much. I might be inflating it, but it's a lot. It's at least sixty wow. percent, I think, right? One in three adults. I mean, that's... 70, oh, so, uh, 30 per- 33%. 9.2% adults. 30% are About overweight. one in 11 adults have severe obesity. What about just being overweight? One in 11 have 27%. That would be morbidly obese. Right there, go down right there. Right there, what percentage of the U.S. population is obese? It says right there. 42%. So I was way off. It's about like 42%. I guess it's not as much as I inflated it. I thought it was more. But no, I mean, 42%, that's... A lot of people. It's a big number. Yes, that means Almost that 60% half. are not, but 40%. I yeah, mean, but 60%, I mean, it's it, it ranges. It could range from being peak fitness to being borderline obese, right? It doesn't mean like being yeah, borderline. Yeah, like I said, it all depends on how you define. Optics and stuff I, I, like that. Yeah, it depends on how 
It depends if they are taking into account body composition. Because okay. if they're not taking body composition into account, there's a lot of bodybuilders, a lot of fit people that are categorically overweight well, in, in a num in just one number, right? What's the best um, exercise you think for for just cardiovascular health? Would you say it's wrestling? Would you say it's swimming? Just just like running, running. You think running is the best for cardiovascular Probably health? Probably something along that line. Yeah, maybe running. If you can't run, bike. If you can't bike, um, I think anything that gets your bike. heart pumping like at a steady, like doom, yeah, you know, pace yeah. where it's like working, but it's not. You're not like gonna die. Like yeah, not yeah. like sprints. So just anything where Most, your heart is pumping and it's working. Yeah, eighty like, percent of you know your I mean? cardiovascular fitness should be like moderate. It should be yeah. around moderate, moderate to a little bit higher intensity. Okay. But eighty percent of it should be moderate, and okay. then the other twenty percent should be high intensity, mm-hmm. which is where you get that. You know, maybe not even that much, right? Because like they say that you can do like six minutes per day mm-hmm. of super high intensity, and that's extremely good for your heart. Yeah. Wow. So that guy, yeah, stat neck break. And the and with the sauna too. The sauna oh, yeah, is like, yeah, that's like cardio. That's apparently cardio right there. Apparently, I mean, Peter Atia said he said that it's oh yeah, that's crazy. Forty percent risk reduction in all cause mortality. Wow, forty percent. But does it have to be daily or you know? I think it's, I think it's five or four times a week, about fifteen to twenty minutes each time. Wow. At around 175 degrees. And I don't think our sauna, the one we go to, is 175. I looked at it today. It was like 145. Well, the disclaimer and it says... it was hot in the there. Disclaimer, the disclaimer says it's 180. Really? But with, yeah, with all, okay, the, like, okay. the little sign that it has a tight... But it's I mean, wrong? Um, I don't think it's entirely... I think that's what they... I think that's what they have it at. Oh, okay, I okay. think that's what they... Like, that's where... Like, when there's no one in there. Huh. Or, you know, when there's one person in there for an extended period of time, that's what it gets to. Okay. But the amount of people that go in and out of it... Right. That it just kind of lowers it because they keep opening the door. They let all the huh. hot air out. So I huh. think it, it gets drastically reduced. Yeah, because I was like, when I, w- when I was in there today, I was like, it's fucking hot in here. And then I looked at the thermometer and it said it was like 140. And I was like, no way Peter is telling me to do 35 more degrees Fahrenheit. Because I was in there for 12 minutes, I think. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like it. It feels good. It feels, and it's, and it, and, and, the th- the effects of the sauna and doing cardio are a bit similar. Yeah, I mean, I looked it up. They're a bit similar. Yeah, I looked it up, and I mean, yeah, it said that it doesn't similar. really, it doesn't really, because your heart is really working yep. to cool your body. Yeah, your heart, cool your body down works. I look, cool your yeah, heart it makes your heart work. That's probably part of the it benefit. To, right, yeah, to make your heart if work. If your heart work. overheats, it, you die. Yep. So it's freaking pumping. That's why you circulate water. And stuff. Don't you feel so relaxed when you get out of the sauna? Yeah, you want to feel really when I get. Yeah, like you could like if you if you got out of the sauna, took a shower. Like I bet you, you could fall asleep pretty easily. I feel I feel like um, damn I lost my train of thought. That's how I feel when you're I saying, get out of the you're shower. saying that you oh, looked it up. I looked it up and yeah. it doesn't have you know according to the my Google search it said it doesn't really have any any kind of fat loss. Mm-hmm. But you know I have my it says it's mostly water weight, but with the sweat. But I have my fingers crossed that there's some calorie burn in there as well as. Um, I would well, assume a tiny bit from your heart some kind of metabolism stuff, boost, you know. Yeah, I would assume just, there's just, a little bit of. I would calorie. hope so, just because of the amount of time I've been spending in there. I would just, you know, it's not my substitute for cardio, for, just for what time it's really good for though, cardio. Is for freaking for this. For yeah, I'm yeah, saying forty percent really of like all cause, like that is. Yeah, but I, I needed someone to tell me, you know. Insane, dude. I needed someone to tell me, like, oh, use a sauna. It, it really helps you because if I had never. If no one had ever told me, I would have never used a sauna. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's kind of stupid to say, you know, but I would have never done my own research to be like, hey, would using the sauna help you out? Like, I, I, someone. Do you, do they have a steam room? Huh? 
Do they have a steam room? No. No. That'd be good. Thankfully, but I heard I heard that the dry sauna is better than the than wet. Yeah, thankfully yeah. someone told me. I think me the like, wet sauna hey, is better for your lungs. So. Get in the sauna, but apparently we don't have enough um, data on it. For your lungs, you said? Have been shown to on steam rooms. I have asthma. It, I need says, a, it says right here, steam rooms have been shown to improve respiratory function and promote relaxation. Steam rooms. They're colder than the sauna. Mm. 110 to 115 degrees Fahrenheit. That's Let us know down below how you feel about exercise, how you feel about saunas, how you feel about weight loss. If you're not gain. exercising, start now. I'm, no, time. I'm in no place to tell doing? people to exercise, but I definitely think that you know it it's helped me out a lot just in a personal mental kind of sense you know it, it makes me feel a lot better about myself but also you know just in general i mean i Jamma. i needed to get pushed to exercise and i'm sure a lot of people need to get pushed to exercise but at the end of the day it just takes it just takes a little time and effort so there's no reason why we can't you know that's what i told myself there's no reason why i can't or why i, why I shouldn't Mm-hmm. At all, it's all really. You just need to be consistent with it, bro. Yeah, definitely. You need to be consistent, and you need to train. You know, with a good amount of intensity. You know, and you're gonna get there. I hope you're so. gonna get there. I look forward to it. I look forward to maybe taking progress <laughs> pictures. I don't know. I'll you need to take it, progress pictures. I'm telling you, dude. Dude, that's hard. I'm telling you, it's hard for someone. I mean, like even me. if nobody sees them, dude, just have no, them. I'm for not your gonna show. show anybody. That's for sure. No, don't show anybody. Don't show anybody. No, but when you get to the where you want to be, you're gonna be so proud. I don't know where. You're gonna I'm be so proud. You're gonna be a look where I was, I not look where this, I am now. I just want to lose this fucking belly, dude. Yeah. I've had this belly for so long, and it's only gotten bigger. And I think it feels like it's my friend, but I don't like it at all, dude. Mm-hmm. I want to get rid of. It. I want to kick it remember, out of my house. Remember, you need to get the diet right because yeah. the diet is very important. As I'm well. trying. I'm trying. I just have no discipline when it comes to eating, dude. I don't know where it stems from. But you don't need to. You need. You don't need to. You don't need to cut out anything. You hear? Just so you know. What do you mean? I don't need to cut out anything. You don't need you just to, need to watch my food. You don't need to weight. cut out any food. You can just eat whatever you want, but just not as much. Dude, no. Watch so your you quantity. To, just how many eat the right things to um, make it easier, though. I'm no longer going to eat cake. If you were a machine... Cake is my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Brownies are my favorite thing. My sister's making brownies know, as we're we just speak. Saying, we're just saying... At home, but I'm no longer ever eating brownies in the further... No, I'm not. Not for the rest of my life. you're an absolute machine, you could just eat Listen to me. Listen to me. I'll listen to you, dude. Much. I eat pretty much whatever I want. Pretty much. Pretty much I eat whatever I want. Usually, whenever I want, I try to... Stay a little bit healthier on the weekdays, and yeah, I kind of indulge on the week on the weekends. But okay. I mean, I eat pretty much whatever we have for dinner. I'm gonna eat that for dinner. Whatever, but, whatever. If it's pasta, I will eat pasta. But you, but listen, you have it's stuck not, to a very serious workout regimen, like you said, for the last maybe maybe not yep. the five years, but for the last yep, three yep, years yep. at least, yep. right? Hundred percent. And your metabolism, and I'm not it trying is, to I'm not trying to compare. No, no, I'm no, not yeah. trying to feel sorry for myself, and I'm not trying to say you're luckier than I am. But your metabolism is a lot more. Hundred percent. Yeah, it a comes. Jeans play a big so role. Jeans play a big role. Jeans but do I'm, play a big role. You know, but that's no reason to to do less than you. If if, if in fact, if anything, I should be doing more than you, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not more than you, but you know, just just pushing myself harder sure. because because course, I yeah. need to push that. But um, it's hard, man. I mean, I've grown up with zero discipline when it comes to food, and that's no no one's fault but mine. Like I said, I didn't get this this belly overnight. This took a lot of a lot of not hard work. So at the end of the day, um, I'm not trying to watch what I eat in terms of like cutting things out completely, but I'm definitely trying to watch out for unnecessary calories. I'm trying to eat at a caloric deficit just because I think that yep. maybe maybe what you eat isn't everything, but I think diet definitely plays a big role in, in weight loss, which is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Especially also weight gain. You want to eat more of certain things when you're trying to gain weight, right? Yeah, when you're trying to gain weight, 
um, you def you. It's kind of hard because for me, I had a fortunate way that I gained my weight. How was that? I was pretty fortunate in the fact that I don't gain weight very easily. You were fortunate. I, I think that's that's a good thing, right? That's that a I don't great gain thing weight that you don't gain very weight easily. easily. Yeah. I mean, so what I had to do, and I'm sure I could have done this the other way, or maybe I was just lazy at the time. But what I did was I just ate a bunch of pizza, hamburgers. Dude, I just did. I made a lot that of. Sounds like desserts. heaven, bro. I would I, do that every day if I could. But I worked out every single day. All right, never mind, dude. I don't and I that. put in high intensity workouts, and that allowed me. To keep building muscle while gaining weight, yes, I probably gained a little bit of, of fat as well. Um, but what, it's all part of the plan. What is a high intensity workout? Is what we did yesterday considered high intensity? Pretty high intensity, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was yeah, it, yeah. It was like what? Like, the only thing we missed was a little bit of walking, but yeah, three sets or, or yeah, three sets of three exercises on for each muscle. Three is that sets high of four exercises is what I do. So I, I stick with like if I do chest. For a muscle, and, right? Per muscle yeah. group? So if I do chest, I'm doing 12 sets of chest. Oh, yeah, 12 sets of if chest. If I do arms, you probably want it to be as the same. 12 sets of arms. I want big arms, bro. Yeah. Not huge arms. Legs, though. same thing. You want to usually... You, ideally, you want to work everything out, right? Yeah, two times a week. Of course. Yeah. Which is a little bit of my problem um, because I only work out legs once a week usually. But I try to put in... I try to do more sets in my one workout for legs because I know that I'm only going to hit it once a week. Yeah. I know a lot of people are going to think you probably shouldn't do that. It's right. I know. I know I shouldn't. I know I should be hitting them two times a week, but yeah. you know, it just, I don't know. I just, whatever. Even though, uh, even that one UFC fighter doesn't have big legs. I don't think you need huge legs. Dude, but how hard do you, I mean, UFC fighters, have you seen how hard they kick, bro? Yeah, but I, what's I, that one guy, the freaking, the best, the black guy? Adesanya? With a tiny, is he? tiny dot calves. Dude, I always... No, what, what the hell John is John Jones? I don't know. No, no, no. John Jones. Yeah, John, John Jones. Jones. Has t- have you seen his calves? I've, I've always had this, this really ignorant, like, Look. you know... I mean, obviously, oh. it's stupid. Here, oh. Dope. Guys, we have a guest coming in today. Very exciting guest. Um, he'll be here in just a second. And we are very excited for it. Look. But yeah, dude... I've always, look at his you know, legs. This, this is gonna look sound. At his, look at his, bo- look at his legs, and look at his torso. This is gonna sound that really. Does not wait. Look at his torso, dude. This is gonna sound really, really <laughs> stupid. But <sighs> since I found out he about MMA, does not hit leg day. Before I really started watching MMA, I severely underestimated. That's fantastic. How what their physical condition and how hard they can really hit you. Mm-hmm. Like they're in peak physical shape, yeah, and hard. a kick from them would probably it would break my yeah. leg. You know. Not break it, but it would knock you down. It would hurt you'd me. Go down. It would hurt me a lot. At least bruise me. It'd sweep you. Yeah, you'd fall down to the ground. That's crazy no to me. You, unless you to do that with one move, no, people that can do that with one move—that's insane, bro. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty. That's good. We got an MMA fight coming this weekend. I think I could do that to you. Aljo, yeah, you could probably whoop my ass and. No, I think I could kick you hard in the leg. Yeah, yeah. I think mean, you could kick me hard in the leg. Aljamain right Sterling technique? against Sugar Sean O'Malley this mm-hmm. weekend. This I love Saturday. Sugar Sean O'Malley. He's really oh, cool. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Are you going to root for him? or? I think he's one of my favorites, but I honestly, if I were a, bet, if I were a betting man, I would bet on Aljamain. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Sugar Sean. I just, you know, and I'm not trying to underestimate. It's a really even card, but I just feel like Aljamain might edge it. But who knows? I'm not I'm not betting, so I am not, I'm not at a loss if Sean O'Malley wins. I like them both. They're both really... Um, Really cool guys. 
I really admire e- either one of them because I mean, have you seen some how some of MMA fighters not treat their bodies, but how hard like how hard they work for for a fight? Like some of them have to lose like thirty pounds, yeah, like to just gain. Uh, maybe not thirty. Maybe that's extreme. I don't know how much. That's a lot of weight that they maybe, have. Maybe yeah. A Is lot. that healthy no, to no, no. gain and lose weight just like that on the on a on a so. whim? No, you don't think so. Uh, how is that? How can that be healthy? I don't know. I'm pretty no, sure no. they say. I'm pretty sure I've heard Joe Rogan or somebody. You say said you don't think really, it's healthy. I don't think so. I think it's probably super stressful for your body. For your know, body, to, right? Mm, to just yeah. just to just change yeah, weight to change, especially for your heart, because your heart would have to work a little harder if you're a little bigger. For sure, yeah. And I don't know. Can wait recklessly cause your hinder your fight performance positively in the emergency room. I guess as you know, they obviously do it really well, but yeah, because like, UFC with cut, weight cutting is insane. Yeah, that's that can't be good. Hormonal imbalance—that's huge. I feel like yeah, just hormones. Period. Yeah. Mhm. Damn, but I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for this fight. I really like MMA just because you know it's it's probably like a, a primal thing where one um. Our ancestors would watch people kill each other in the Colosseums and stuff just for entertainment. And we watch these guys. Yeah, we watch these guys battle it out. Village raiding and stuff. Yeah, for sure. You think, um, obviously it wouldn't be humane, but you think that would be a hit nowadays? Just like throwing Uh, humans fighting into the Yeah, I think if it was accepted, people would watch it. it. People would love it for sure. These days there would be a lot of protesting. Yo, Yo. what's popping? How you doing? Up, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Yeah, we're yeah. Perfect. Dope. yeah, bro, but um, how you been? I've been good, man. I've been chilling. I've been hustling. What? Yeah. Uh, have I've you, seen what? Patrick a few times since the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we had dinner, or we had dinner, what, once or twice, I think? Lunch. Mm. We yeah, lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went for lunch. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, did you get your, um? because last time you were here, you were talking about getting your... um. Your pilot license, right? Mm-hmm. Your solo license. Are you still are you still working on it? Well, I, I got my private in helicopters. Oh yeah, your private in helicopters, oh, so shit. you can now you can now fly helicopters and stuff. Congratulations. Yeah, not not for work. Yeah, yeah. But but I could recreationally. Uh, yes, but uh, like I said, Badass. now I'm I'm more chasing my fixed wing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. To fly private jets because that's what I eventually want to do for work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I'm that's my next goal to eventually start that, and I'm looking I'm going to. Sign up for the academy at oh, yeah. Long Beach Airport. And how long? How long does the academy take? Because I know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we, I'm pretty sure like? we talked uh, about that. It's it's a nine month. Too. It's nine months wow. because it's an accelerated program. So yeah. uh, okay. they finish you in nine months. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you get all your ratings from your private, your uh, instrument, commercial, multi-engine, CFI, and then you can then from that point start working as a private jet or commercial airline pilot. Um, Sick. And so it's an accelerated program, five days a week and nine Shit. months. Usually that whole process would take most people two to three years. They Damn. Like, you want to, do you want to like move the mic? Like you want to just turn it just like the actual mic like this. the other way. Yeah. That way. I think, I think it's better I'm all right, or, or however, you. however you feel is best. I'm good. I'm good. You want to, you want a beer? Ryan? Oh, I don't drink beer. I don't drink alcohol. Water is fine. Water? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yours by the way. That blue one right there is yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fresh. But um, yeah, bro, it's been it's been a while since we talked. We had you on the podcast, what like, five or six months ago? Yeah, maybe? I want to say back in like December was it? It was mm. a while ago. Yeah, it was, I think before. It was our longest podcast. Yeah. Right? yeah, I. It was. Was it? 
Was it in 2022? I can't remember, dude. I, I think it was. Terrible. I think it was like. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was December 2022. Was it before or after? No, we had no. Canada I remember when it was. It was in January. Was it? Because I remember it was. It was New Year had already passed, and we talked about that. That's what I'm trying to remember. Mm. What it had was, New it Year was passed. like. It was like a week after New Year's, mm. bro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. What? Um. um but back to that question about your. Is it like a class? So you said it's like a class, right? So. Are there other dudes in your class or other people in your class that, that are there too? Or is it kind of like on an individual basis that um, you go There's to other do? students as well. Um, but you work individually with an instructor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's classroom sessions, flight lessons, and pretty much that's it. Yeah. You work individually with an instructor and they're kind of like uh, with you through your whole process. But yeah, there are other students there. And then I do believe some of this uh, curriculum is... Uh, uh, like group session, like a classroom, mm. a regular classroom, but most of it is one on one. And obviously, there's there's a a difference. So, I mean, there's a big difference between flying a helicopter and flying a fixed wing. Mm-hmm. But do you kind of feel like you're at an advantage because you do have some experience in the air? A little bit, yes. A little bit. Uh, a, a lot of like the radio calls, the weather, the runway markings, airport markings, all the same from helicopter to planes. Okay. When you transition on that learning, the actual main difference is the actual operational control of, yeah. the, of the aircraft uh but they say helicopters are harder to fly than planes as a pilot yeah so if they say you know how to fly a helicopter a plane should be no problem no sweat. but do you guys yeah. do you guys go up like would you fly a helicopter in the same weather whether it be at just as bad weather or good weather and then in an airplane um i would say when you're training when the smaller aircraft yeah. like the cessnas or the robinsons yeah Usually, no. If it's bad weather, you're not going to fly in either one. But when you get to commercial, uh, let's say you're flying uh, private jets, Gulf Streams, or you're flying commercial airlines for like American Airlines or whatever, versus you flying helicopters for like a corporate job, like let's say you're flying a Sikorsky, like how Kobe was in, Mm. or you're flying an EMS mission, Mm -hmm. uh, usually helicopters will avoid bad weather. Like I know the police helicopters... They don't fly in bad weather because the pilots aren't even IFR rated. What does that mean? Uh, instrument flight rules. So mm-hmm. you're relying okay. on your instruments to basically fly with no visibility. Okay. Whoa. Uh, a lot of some helicopter pilots aren't IFR rated. Really? He flew up the helicopter. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? Some helicopters, some helicopter pilots aren't. You said not, not all, IFR but some. some. Some of them are not. You, what is it? IFR IFR rated? IFR meaning they're not. They're not certified. They're not certified to fly in uh, no visibility weather. Yeah. And they still and can they still no by law they can they can't okay yeah. okay got it okay so, okay so and the so. reason for that is is like helicopters it's quite risky to fly them in bad weather unless you absolutely need to yeah of course yeah. but airplanes especially jets commercial airlines cargo planes whatever they they have uh you know autopilot they have much more advanced technology so do so do newer helicopters I would yeah. say but. Airplanes, like I said, when when you're flying them, they go up to thirty, thirty to forty thousand feet yeah, usually. Yep. So, any any actually by FAA regulation, any any aircraft flying above eighteen thousand feet mm-hmm. is already in Class Alpha airspace. Mm-hmm. So Class Alpha is basically anything above eighteen thousand feet. Okay. And that every pilot by FAA regulation has to be an IFR rated pilot. Okay. Okay. Because you're going usually into clouds. It might be clear up there. But you're still flying through clouds and stuff, and wow. because of that reason, you have to be a FAA or, or IFR certified pilot. So this might be kind of touchy, but um, for Kobe, you think that they would they wouldn't let him fly? They wouldn't let someone that isn't certified fly him, right? So like the, right. the pilot that flew, like you know, you think he was? Well, obviously That's he might. He was, 
he was the best pilot in the world. Yeah, he was, he was one of the best. Pilot, right? I mean, what, what, I mean, what, what do you think would, from, like, happened? From what I know, I've actually done too much research on the pilot, but from what I know is he was an experienced helicopter pilot. Uh, he was Armenian, actually. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I'm part Armenian. Uh, he he was he had 8,000 flight hours in helicopters, so he was obviously very experienced. Yeah. But And I'm pretty sure he he had must have been IFR rated in helicopters. For sure, yeah. Uh, I just think... In the corporate aviation world, pilots are pushed a lot more because of the specific clientele they're flying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. Like, just we're high going, profile, yeah. high profile clients. Yeah. Like, you got to get me to where I'm going. Exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, in certain conditions, he's like, okay, we weren't expecting fog this day. I don't have yeah, an yeah. IFR flight plan, which is you have to have one uh, before you fly. Okay, we're just gonna go kind of risk it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a helicopter flight. Like, it's short. We're not flying, you yeah, know, yeah. cross country. We're just going from Orange County to what is it, Calabasas or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's cool. Fuck it. Yeah. But and that's a risk, you know. That day, I remember it wasn't even bad weather. Well, it was. It was foggy. It was foggy. It was foggy, it was and foggy. later on it cleared up. But I think they went early in the morning, and it was Damn. quite foggy. And I, I'm not 100 percent sure if I'm not saying he was pushed. They went around noon. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. No, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah. I think it was early in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, it was like around eight or nine that they crashed. I think. Oh shit. Um, they they uh, I don't know. I'm not saying he was pushed. I'm not saying he was like pressured yeah, we to don't fly. Know. We don't. I don't know. But yeah, we'll never know. I'm sure he was an IFR rated <laughs> pilot, but even if you have an IFR flight plan. You're still, you still have a chance to crash. You know? I mean, yeah. what do you think, like, in your opinion, what do you think caused them to crash? I mean, like... It was the weather. It was uh, the weather. Like, it, just, just the fog? The number one killer of pilots is weather. But Disor- is it, like... orientation, right? I mean, like... Yeah, I mean, do you think they just didn't know where they were going or they lost track of, like, altitude, which I don't know how you would lose track of altitude, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it was a misjudgment of... of how bad the weather was or no how they, the, the misjudgment of because they hit a mountain right or a hillside mm-hmm. yeah it was a misjudgment of where that hill was i'm assuming right. okay mm-hmm. you know maybe just too much fog too much fog couldn't see thinking he's at one altitude mm-hmm. or he's at a safe altitude let's say right thinking the hill is not around them or it's not right in front of them uh-huh. and it, it is and because i mean and i believe when they crash i believe don't quote me but you could look this up they were in a holding pattern uh-huh. Which means air traffic control. I think there was they were in Burbank airspace, I think, or somewhere somewhere in that area. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> had them in a holding pattern, which means like, okay, you as a helicopter, you have to, co- and as an airplane, you just maneuver around until they give you clearance to go. Okay. So you're basically doing circles in the air. That's mm-hmm. a holding pattern. I believe they were in a holding pattern when the crash happened, or maybe pre- prior to that, they were in a holding pattern. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, because I mean, in a helicopter, like you have like a map, right? Is there a map on a, heli- um, a helicopter? I'm not sure about the helicopter. Like, like in the, probably in the helicopter. Type of topography not a map. map. It's, they call it the GPS. 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 Where you can kind of see. Yeah, you can see like where you are. You're in the middle of the screen. Right. Okay. And you can kind of see what is around you. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you could. But it doesn't in, show in, you like maybe ones we depth. Fly, there isn't no like there isn't like a map or a GPS. It's mm-hmm. it's an altimeter. Uh, you have your. You just have gauges, or altitude. yeah, just pretty just much gauges. gauges okay, so, you know? so do you think yeah, that, like, that? Yeah, so like the something like this. So yeah. one of like the because I'm sure Kobe was probably in one of the best helicopters, right? It was like a or, 19 or something, like an older helicopter actually, okay. but it was a Sikorsky S76. You could look that up. And the those like t- 
maps that show maybe some type of t- topography around you, like a GPS. You said uh, they I don't, don't show. I'm not like, sure if they show terrain. They don't show like depth or anything like Damn. that. Like right? no, I, I don't. I don't. I believe like newer advanced ones can uh-huh. show you like okay that you you're, there's a mountain at this concepts? feet a like, thousand right, feet in right. front of you okay but I I don't believe they they show you the ones that possibly he was in it showed him right so he might have just thought there's no we don't there's no mountain there because right. I mean the map doesn't show exactly you know so you have a GPS uh-huh. and I, in order to fly IFR your aircraft also ha- also has to have autopilot okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure that helicopter had autopilot, but I don't think he, the pilot was using it. Uh, they have GPS, and they also have um, this display, this glass display that kind of shows. Uh, it's called an attitude indicator. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What is that? Which basically shows the attitude of the aircraft in 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 relation to the horizon. Okay. Okay. Right. Like the pitch and stuff. Right. 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 Uh, which is, I think you can show it in this picture. That same yeah. picture, if you go it was, back. It was yeah. Right here, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that Got a lot it. of the modern, pretty much all modern jets and modern helicopters have it as a glass display, okay. not a not a gauge. Mm-hmm. Um, that that helps a lot too, but I said I wasn't in the cockpit. I, I can't tell you specifically what was going through that pilot's mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it it was just most likely a misjudgment. Wow, most likely the he yeah. saw as the he saw the mountain, said oh shit. Yeah, last tried second. to. Tried to pull back and just didn't have enough time. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's crazy. Yeah, I for mean, you, and it's from the it's caused from the weather. Yeah, because yeah. if it was sunny and clear out, he would have seen it. He would have. Yeah, I mean, like you wouldn't have that issue. As um, as an aspiring pilot for you in 2020, how did that? How what, what did you think? You know, did that kind of scare you of getting into the field? I don't think I was aspiring to be a pilot you, when you, that happened. You were already like you were already like thinking about it. Th- no, like that, I, yeah. I think I, at that time mm-hmm. I was still undecided because mm-hmm. that happened before COVID, and I remember yeah. I started working in the aviation industry. I started working at the airport during COVID, so and that's when I kind of like just got an initial spark of a little interest. I'm I considered being a pilot. Then like a few months later, I was like I'm fully invested in this. Yeah. Um. No, it didn't change my like my. Again, I wasn't thinking about becoming a pilot when that happened, but it didn't change my opinion on... Like, I wasn't afraid to go on a helicopter. Okay. I wasn't afraid to go on an airplane. I think mistakes happen. I think of course. you're taking a risk in any type of transportation you take, in a car even. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. You know? Um, let alone an airplane or a helicopter, which, if you think about it, they're statistically safer than cars. Yeah. You know? But uh, recently, a lot of... Uh, small airplane and helicopter crashes have been happening like quite common why is that i heard there's been like irregular weather occurring is you think that could know, be i don't know man could I, be something i think i think uh smaller planes and helicopters are more riskier than the bigger ones believe it or yeah. not because yeah. there's more human involvement mm-hmm. and that can cause more human, more human involvement in the okay. in the actual control the small yeah in the small, in the more he, like like the bigger ones, believe it or not, it's a lot of autopilot, a lot of autopilot, a lot of safety features on those. Like you know, it's it's it modern jets. Yeah. They they have a lot of safety features, mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Like like it's they they have like call outs to the pilots, like their terrain warnings, all this type yeah, of stuff. Yeah. You're not gonna have that in a Cessna 172. You uh-huh. know, what about like in a, like um in a private jet? Yeah. You have like a Gulfstream G650. Yeah. Are those? Are those? Would you say those are just as safe as the a Boeing 747? Yeah. If not safer, they fly higher, right? They they fly higher. 
they fly well those boeings and 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 those commercial airlines have the ability to fly at those altitudes 40 right. to fifty thousand feet mm-hmm. but typically they're not cleared to that private jets are cleared to that altitude why um, why are those cleared in the um because it's just how the faa just really the worldwide i guess aviation community classifies okay at this altitude we're gonna have commercial jets at this altitude private jets mm-hmm. um just they don't, I guess, interfere I, maybe with each yeah, other. Yeah, I believe private jets fly higher because the higher you fly, the the you know, there's more pressure, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you're like you're you have less resistance the higher right. you are. Less right? resistance. So, I mean, you're so also the faster, going faster. They, the yeah. faster they fly, um, and private jets, you know, then they get places quicker. I I I'm not sure if. They had like a thing where like okay because they're private they need to fly higher and faster, but typically private jets are cleared to forty thousand feet while commercial jets stay to between thirty to thirty five thousand feet. Yeah. And a lot of people think oh wow that's like like I tell people oh when I'm flying the Cessnas or the Piper the single yeah. engines I'm like, I'm at like yeah. three thousand feet, which is typically what we cruise at maybe three to five thousand feet. Yeah. And they're like that's so high I'm like. Not really. <laughs> not really. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's all relative, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, but like that's like kind of like the minimal. Exactly. Like, wow. like yeah. you go in a, a commercial air, aircraft, you're at thirty-eight thousand feet, thirty-five to thirty-eight thousand feet. You go in a private Damn. jet, you're at forty-two, forty-five thousand feet. Yeah. What, do, you, what do you think about this chart right here? It says General Aviation Part One Thirty. So these are like cr- uh, ac- like accidents and crashes, basically. Okay. So Part One Twenty One is airlines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Part One Thirty Five is chartered aircraft. It's the easiest way I could break it down. The people don't that don't are not too familiar with aviation. Mm-hmm. Part one thirty five is is like let's say you want to rent an aircraft mm-hmm. and you want to charter it. That's considered part one thirty five. General aviation is pretty much all other aircraft, private aircraft, and that can include you and your little private Cessna, mm-hmm. all the way up to your private big Gulfstream or Global Jet. So those are private. So the general aviation is private. General aviation is yeah is is. T- like your general aviation even private jets are considered in the general aviation mm-hmm. like spectrum just because they're not airlines airlines are way more regulated right mm-hmm. uh and i believe cargo planes are considered 121 as well okay part 121 part part 121 part 135 all that means they're different faa sections okay. and they're classifying each like department of aviation so from the FAA, which is the Federal Aviation Administration, which regulates all aircraft movements in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that you can definitely, see right here, like, yeah, how general aviation makes it makes up the majority, nearly eighty percent of the crashes. That's definitely. Or, yeah, it makes up the majority of the know, crashes. Basically, like the big airlines make up almost none, not even one yeah. percent. Yeah. So, so big true. airlines are very safe. People yeah. are. I'm afraid to fly. <laughs> if you're flying, no, they're very, very safe. Uh, okay. Uh, that's, that's you Yeah, I was gonna say, the general, the seventy-eight point seven percent, like you said, that's that's attributed to. Not only the altitude, but also the size of the aircraft, right? This is why. You know? Well, also, why also the, so the smaller ones are not flying at forty thousand feet. I don't <laughs> yeah. even think they can go up that high. Why do you think um, the the private industry, in terms of like flying and aviation, why why are they crashing? Why are they crying, crashing so much? Is it because of That's the right. types of? Um, if it's a, it, do you think it's just because of the, the amount of regulation that I'm is just not there? I think it's because when you have an airline. Right, you just have so much. They they have zone. a one route. They're going one place. They have a flight plan. They're going from point A to point B. Private aviation, you know, people are like, oh, I want to take a sightseeing tour here. I want to go here. I want to do this. They can pretty much do whatever they want. In a way, mm-hmm. not whatever they they're want. Less regulation, yeah. yeah but like, can, they, they there's more of like leeway. 
yeah like there's more of that that factor not i'm gonna say leeway because mm. they're regulated as well yeah it's more of that like they're not really in it some of them not all of them are not in it for work you know what i mean okay it's leisure yeah, yeah. it's leisure so it's like yeah less more relaxed you know what i mean yeah they're going from there because like here you can just yeah. you can literally take off from here without a clearance and just request vfr flight following and just literally fly yeah. around and I, and i also think like, when you're flying in smaller airplanes the risk is more because there's less safety features yeah, on yeah. Those. there's so that's okay. another reason for it as well as uh what, what do you call it like the people flying them are usually younger people just yeah. starting out, like lower hours. I'm not gonna say younger, but yeah. yo- lower hour pilots, right? Mm-hmm. Less experienced pilots, or maybe like an old guy that just flies on, yeah, every you know every once in a while. And, uh, but I would still say the number one killer of pilots is weather. Weather, okay. yeah. Mechanical issues is usually rare, but it's weather. I would say weather is more attributed. I would say at least to the, to the larger, if the larger ones crash, the small percentage that would probably me more contribute to weather but also the smaller general aviation and private jets i would say are safe as even though they're considered general aviation i would say the majority of crashes of general aviation are these smaller fixed wing mm-hmm. single engine planes like that or yeah. or you know just your guy your regular guy going out for like a sunday cruise in his plane um so i'm sure you've seen where we're due to be hit by the hurricane hillary i think it's called Mm-hmm. I saw earlier it's like category three. What what can you tell me about or tell us about the the kind of precautions you guys are being told to take? You know, flying or, or you know, are they shutting down any airways or anything like that? Because of Hurricane what Hillary, I think it's called. Where's that at? It's in the Pacific. It's right here, right? Yeah, I mean, I think you just wouldn't fly through it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think that's affecting yeah. anybody here in yeah. Southern California. No, no. It's supposed to. It's supposed to die down as it gets into the coast. Because um, it hasn't really hit here, right? No, apparently it's supposed to hit on Sunday, this mm. Sunday. So it's going to be raining and Sunday stuff, huh? and Monday, yeah. I think. I haven't even checked the weather, dude. <laughs> so apparently it's supposed to rain on Sunday and Monday. Is there any like restrictions? Let's say yeah. it's coming down more than a drizzle, regular kind of rain, not really too hard. Is there any like restrictions oh God, or is it just shit, like, huh? be careful out there? No, that bitch. If it's just a regular rainy day, nothing too crazy. Yeah, you you could fly mm-hmm. in it. Like it's by Mexico, it's, it's not like too crazy, too bad, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah, you have to take more precautions. Maybe the visibility's less. Maybe the visibility is okay, right? But you just have to, you know, fly at a certain altitude to be able to f- continue to fly in VFR. Okay. Have you um, have you had the opportunity to fly in like rain or, or poor weather? Obviously, not nothing extreme, but just Sm- like light rain. Yeah, like sprinkle, which doesn't really affect you no it doesn't affect you yeah. i've seen these videos like of like uh planes like big like boeings mm-hmm. and they're like landing i don't know diego's i, I think you you could we can maybe pull a video or something but like we've seen like videos of extreme weather like whether it be like a lot of snow or a lot of wind or a lot of rain and these planes are just like they're landing like like like, like it's um, normal right yeah yeah they're landing but it doesn't look normal like they're landing at an angle you know mm-hmm. what i mean and then, like, how hard, like, are these are those pilots more, I'm are, guessing are they have more experience, like this? right? Are you talking about something like this? With yeah. Them? yeah. Super hard. Yeah. Like those pilots, obviously, you know, they have to, they all started somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every pilot started somewhere. So, no, these pilots are, so, I'm not going to say sit here and say, oh, they're the most experienced of all. They could just be a pilot that just got that job. Really? But usually weather, unless it's super, I mean, but you're, super severe, yeah. it does not affect 
commercial air traffic or even private jet traffic. Like okay. commercial operations, I would say. Okay. Commercial operations would include any job for hire. Mm-hmm. Like it could be private jets, commercial, uh, you know, airlines, mm-hmm. cargo. Typically, it won't affect that if, you know, everything is running smoothly and safe. Uh, smaller aircraft, it will affect. And the only reason is like, hey, you're not, you don't need to fly today. Yeah. So, you know, it's better not to. It is still a risk. Your aircraft is smaller, you know? Right, right, right. It, it, it can, there's less that, you know, there's less safety features on it. But, you know, no, yeah, heavy rain and stuff, you know. You should delay flights and stuff like that, especially commercial flights. It, it can delay. It definitely can delay, but it, I, it, the planes are definitely still capable of flying through For sure, yeah. yeah. Especially when, rain. Yeah. Rain, like, like, rarely if ever stops. Like, just regular rain. It's more like wind, like hard winds Hard and stuff winds, like that. heavy snow. Um, Thunderstorms, maybe? Fog. Fog is the, the most dangerous, I'm telling you right now. Oh. Wow. Fog. Yeah, it sounds... because it's, it's, it's visibility. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds pretty benign, but when you get into like the details, I'm guessing yeah. it's because you can't, see, you literally can't yeah. see, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's because these planes can withhold, like they can take. People are, oh, I don't want to fly through turbulence. It, mm. That's like nothing. That's not even that I bad. Yeah, yeah. It's like fog is what I'd be more scared of. Yeah, a lot of people are scared of even the just flying in airplanes. Yeah. Exactly. Like, they're just scared of airplanes. Right. And it's like, well, you would. A lot of people don't even know that flying is like the safest way of traveling, right? Compared to according to like yeah, if you yeah, look at like yeah. mortality rates yeah, right. and crashes way, and stuff like by that, far, yeah, yeah, so many people it's safer than driving sense. a car. Oh, it's it so is. much safer. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's like See, your chances of dying in a car crash is like one in seventy. It's because right you know you're in the sky, right? Yeah, right. and there's and like, like there's no traffic. I mean, it's I mean, just you're so pretty well much, regulated you know? too. Like well, also like I think the fear factor comes from the fact that you're in the sky. Yeah, yeah, and you could fall. And you could just people that oh, I'm it's gonna fall. You know what I mean? A lot of people have seen. The wings gonna a lot fall. of people terrified see of heights and stuff. Movies you know? and yeah, things right. where you know it's just like. Well, prior to to becoming or to entering the field to be a pilot, how many times would you say had you been in the in an aircraft or in the sky? Just like flying, like as passenger. Yeah. Uh, many times. Many man. times. Probably. At least like once a year up until I was oh, like. Wow. 17, 18, I would say. Yeah, because me, me, cool. me personally, that I can remember, I've only been in a plane twice. Yeah. I've been in the sky twice. Like, I've been to the Middle East. I've been to Iran. I've been to Europe. I've been to a few states. Uh, I haven't flown in a Like, actually, me sitting as a passenger in a while. Been busy? Uh, what's up? You've been busy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talk to us about what you've been what you've been doing. Yeah, because, been I, mean, I know... Beyond um, being a pilot, yeah, you know? Yeah, I know, like, last time... I don't think we talked about this last time, did we? about about what you wanted to get into like mm. after um or at least i'm uh, at least i'm not sure if it was on your mind when we talked about it in january i think it was in january about because i know that you're now doing something in business right yes, yes so I what do you what do you what do we, i know we, we talked about it a little bit yeah so let's get into it i um i'm i've started basically or i'm involved i started one i'm involved in another business um uh, uh, that I'm currently doing right now, and that's what kind of held me up before I, c- so I couldn't come on time. Sorry about that. You're good, <laughs> you're good man. But uh, one of them is uh, transportation. Yeah. Specializing in box trucks and cargo vans. Yeah. Uh, and the other one, uh, I just recently opened an LLC for it, and we're slowly but surely, you know, making our way to growing that um, or start like getting revenue from that, and that's a property management, short-term property management. Got it. With Airbnbs and 
uh, just anything property, uh, specifically short-term rentals, but eventually try to move that into uh, maybe like, you know, larger properties or long-term rentals or commercial properties. And I think I talked to Patrick about that when we had lunch. Yeah, yeah. so for the, um, you said the cargo cargo trucks, right? Yeah, yeah, cargo uh, cargo vans and box trucks, yeah. Cargo yeah. vans and box trucks. Those are going to be for, those are going to be rentals, right? Yeah, we're going to start out by renting them and then... Um, when we build our business credit, we'd like to, my partner and I, would like to uh, buy our own trucks. My position in that company is I, I'm not an actual owner of the LLC or the business. Mm-hmm. I just have a percentage in uh, one of the trucks, like like a, just like a kind of like a partner in right. one of the trucks. Okay. Uh, but I've helped him kind of start and grow that, so he's you know been generous with me, like, almost like saying, oh, you're, even though you're not on paper, my my part owner co-owner of the business you know i consider you like that Um, nice and yeah i mean we were going to get the uh, rental truck today from penske you know there's a bunch of stuff you have to deal with insurance and it's not easy a lot of people think it's super easy you know and i'll tell you right now like everyone wants to start a business Mm. everyone wants to be that guy be that boss yeah hell yeah but when it comes down to actually putting the steps in it some people don't even start and when they do when they realize how hard it actually is, a lot of the BS you have to go through, they're not willing to go through it, you know? Yeah, that's why most yeah. people... Yeah, a lot of people, quit. you know, a common misconception, I feel like, people think that being a boss equals doing less work, when in reality, you're working harder than everyone else. Yeah. I feel like. Sure. Especially in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, people don't see the yeah. steps that it takes to be a boss. People right. just see kind of successful people, and they're like, "Oh, they just well, see they, the results." Yeah, they didn't do shit to get they don't that. See the the, the process. The process. The pro- yeah, exactly. Nobody does, especially when you're self-employed. When you're not a W two worker and you're self-employed, like the burden on the person that's self-employed is just so much higher right. than the person that is employed by an actual, you know, company or corporation. Because now you're thinking. How am I gonna make money? Yeah, exactly. Like, how am I gonna make? I need to make. I need to yeah. make an income. And in the beginning, I'm telling you right now, a lot of business owners, they don't make anything for themselves. Yeah, exactly. They make enough to get expenses covered, and they don't make. They don't. They, they might be making less than what they had at their job, bro. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and people are like, "What the heck? You're a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur." It's not that easy, dude. It's not easy. It takes easy. time. It takes a lot yeah, of time. It's definitely. Not easy at all. And and all, that's why when I see all these online guys thing oh you could do it within two months as a side hustle for like certain side hustles i'm like the amount of money you're saying these people can make you can't do it on the side and make that amount of money you know what i mean yeah yeah i get what you're saying yeah do you know anyone specifically who you're like i don't like that guy <laughs> like because I'm, I'm sure you have you uh, have you have a like guy, guys that like bs a lot yeah yeah <laughs> because because there's nowadays when you look on social media every single yeah person you see that's real re- relating <laughs> to like drop shipping or real estate I, I can't, there's a lot like, of like random people so that many... show up right but like I, a notable one people might know i don't really like him too much i respect him because he still has money he still made it right yeah i still respect that I, just the persona of him gary v that guy's annoying. gary v gary v <laughs> he's, oh, he's the, pretty, the what pretty you want to do is uh <laughs> the homie that tells you not to sleep and shit <laughs> yeah i mean like look he's another he, winner he, he's built something you know, he's a marketing Huge. business, yeah. right? He's yeah, built yeah. something good for himself, and that's respectable. But like, it's got the, garage the, sales on the weekends. Yeah, huh? like, like I, I don't know. He's he, this the advice he gives <laughs> isn't practical to most no, people. No, it's not practical <laughs> right. you know? at all. You need to go to garage sales and every single day. That's fifty dollars right there. You know, but I don't know. I mean, 
I guess he's another guy is like trying to like, motivate. I, I, guess, I really I like him though. I really do like him as like a, as like a businessman. But I just think he should stop trying to educate people. I just, but he's a, he's an absolute G. Cause and I like him because he has a Gulfstream jet. He's got a helicopter. Yeah. Grant Cardone. <laughs> Grant Cardone. I knew you were gonna say. Did Grant you Cardone. see? Did you see the podcast with Grant Cardone and Jordan Belfort? No, I didn't. You didn't see it, dude. I'm telling you that if you haven't, you go watch the podcast one day when you have time. And because I mean, there was some like, there was some tension there. Like they had some tension <laughs> between Jordan Belfort, be- and between Grant Jordan Belfort and Grant Cardone. As Jordan is interviewing Grant Cardone. That's a, good, Jordan, that's a good interview. He is realizing that he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's realizing that Grant Cardone doesn't know what he's talking about. I feel like he said that, right? Well, like, like on in a clip, he funny. said, "Like Grant yeah, Cardone like doesn't I, know what he's I doing." Because I yeah, because I watched the entire podcast and I was like, "What were they talking about? What topic?" They were Real talking estate? about sales. They were sales, talking about sales, sales specifically. Okay. They were like, "Because Jordan asked him a question, he was like, how would you get me to sell?' Like, how I forgot what the question is, but it was something along the lines of like, how would you sell me something? Like, how would you sell me this, this pen, pen or yeah, something yeah. like that?" That's what he always says. And yeah. Grant Cardone, I don't, I don't remember what the actual situation was, but Grant Cardone pretty much said, "That's a stupid situation" or something like that, something along he's those like, lines. It's not practical. Yeah, he was like, "That's stupid." Like, why would trying I to push it aside? Trying and to, like, Jordan's like, "What are you talking it. about? Like, this is exactly what sales is." Right. And Grant was like, "I don't want to talk about that." Wow. So Jordan Belfort's like sitting there, like, "What are you talking about? Like, I know what I'm talking. Like, Jordan, Jordan Belfort clearly knows." Yeah, like he's he's no, he's he's seen a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean he's, he's you know. Jordan Belfort is a wolf of Wall Street. He's the real wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. People don't know who he yeah. is. For those who don't know, I have a lot of respect for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I was saying, like there was like so it was so weird because it felt like Grant Cardone was just like it just felt like inferior. he didn't know what he, it just felt like he didn't know what he was talking about. It yeah. just felt like he was I don't know. It just felt like he was a fraud. Mm-hmm. kind oh. of yeah it's a big word but yeah, like, that's, that's it just that's what word. it felt like yeah, okay in the video and jordan was calling him out on it and Here's you, the thing. you need to watch it yeah I- i'll watch it i mean sure. you really see the difference there right like in that interview between the two dudes you're like oh wow people that see grant cardone this guy's a super su- and he is he's a super successful individual mm-hmm. and he's made a huge name for himself but then you you comp- you put him you put him against jordan belfort and then you're like the difference between these guys is massive well i think i think if i'm not saying grant cardone might be richer than him Mm-hmm. Like money wise, mm-hmm. here's the thing about Grant Cardone. Like, the guy is made it in life. Yeah, let's not deny that. Like, no, no, no. I, I respect what he has accomplished himself with all the real estate he has. I can't speak on this specific video with Jordan Belfort, mm-hmm. but the stuff I've seen from him, and I follow him on Instagram, where he's like, "Hey, I just bought this hundred million dollar apartment complex with like twenty, thirty units in Miami, yeah. Florida, right on Brickell." on the beach or whatever it is, <laughs> I'm going to show you how to do it. I'm going to show you how to get the funding. I'm going to show you how to do this. And any uh, old person sitting in their base basement could do it. I'm like, come yeah, on, dude. That's insane. <laughs> that's no, so not 100, true. Yeah. $100 million? dollar yeah. apartment? So any anyone who to do it, yeah, anyone I'm gonna show can you get how, access on. to $100 million. He's like, crazy. I'm going to show you how to find the investors. I'm going to show you. You don't need this. You don't need, you don't need no credit. You don't, I'm like, come on, bro. Stop BSing people. Yeah. You don't need credit. You don't need money. I'll show you how to do it with no money. Yeah, yeah. $100 million apartment building? What are you going to do? Find like a thousand investors? Yeah. Oh, invest in me because I'm some random guy and I want to buy a hundred million dollar property in Miami and rent it out. Believe me, it's going to work. That's ridiculous. Come on, dude. Yeah, nowadays there's so many. I wouldn't buy that course because first of all, I'm like, dude, I'm not even making a hundred grand a year. Who's going to approve me for a hundred million dollars to buy an apartment? 
So that's what he's doing. He's trying to sell a course. He's, he's trying, trying to sell a course. That's what everybody's so trying to do nowadays. Yeah, you know how many drop shippers are trying to sh- sell their course? And they don't they don't care if here's the thing about these guys trying to sell you a course. They don't care if you make it or not. Uh-huh. No, they they, 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 they they just pocket everything. They pocket yeah. your money. They don't care if you're broke. They, they don't give a shit. This is the thing. Like I used to like see a lot of them and I would never I never bought a course. But I would it would be intriguing, right? It would be like, oh damn, like, that's so cool. Especially if a guy has a big a following. Right, yeah. exactly. And then you buy it and then you realize you just get all of it from YouTube. Exactly. Yeah, it's just the same thing he's been saying over and over again. And my thing, oh, that's that's a very cool video, a Goldstream G six hundred. But um you, you yeah, you buy it or you don't buy it and you just and you, if you do more research on it, you're like at the end of the day, this guy doesn't care whether I make it or not. I, no. My number one advice to people is whatever you want to do, do as much research as you can on it for free. If you do want to get a quote-unquote mentor, because everyone says you have to get a mentor, I'd say go meet someone in person. For sure, yeah, yeah. And 100%. that actually could actually cares about you. And if not, learn it on your own, dude. Yeah. Trial and error. That's the number one thing. There is nobody that's going to show you how to do it, and you can't copy them. That's the thing that people get mistaken, right? About these courses and stuff. Oh, I'm going to copy this guy. I'm going to be exactly like this guy. Yeah, you can, they, you can turn into Everyone's situation someone. is yeah. different, dude. Right? 100%, yeah. So, yeah, I agree. whatever you do in business, I think, don't try to be like somebody. You could do the same industry, but but go learn about it, man. Everyone's Do different. as much research about it. And, you know, then I would implement it. And if it takes long time, bro, it's okay because... That's how businesses are, man. No yeah. one does this overnight, man. We were, oh, go, go ahead, bro. A lot of people that say that they do it overnight, they're capping. Yeah, we, they're fucking capping. Yeah. That's right. But <laughs> nowadays, there's some people that have made millions overnight. Literally, now that now with cryptocurrency, I mean, there's some people that have become millionaires overnight. Yeah, but and do now they that actually is luck. know? Now that's luck. Yeah, it's, obviously. Like, it's like winning the lottery. But yeah, exactly. It's like winning the lottery. It's luck, but you know, they're just. They're at the right time, right moment. They bought the right coin right. at the right time, and they sold it at the right moment. I think. I think the people that had those crypto pumps and stuff, yeah, like you said, it's like winning the lottery. They, they're, they're not. They made the million or however much overnight, but you can't predict that. Yeah, you can't predict that. And will no. do you think they can sustain that? Meaning, the you think they can make a million and be like, all right. I know what the hell I'm gonna do with this now. No, and I'm I, I know how to make this million into two, make three, a million four. again. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they have no experience. They have no experience. Right? That's the thing about making your first million is you're supposed to have the experience. You're supposed right. to have all the knowledge. And now that you've made your first, now that and now the people that have made all their money from cryptocurrency at a just out of pure luck, they think they know. now have now they they have no experience. They've just completely stepped over the experience and the hard right. part exactly. and just got to the money. Now they don't. Now they have no idea what to do with it. Right. Yep. Because they have n- no knowledge of it. They have no knowledge of how money works. I mean, I was just talking to Diego about this the other day. You could go to the library and you could look online and you could find a million articles about something that you want to become. And I'm not saying no one should go to school, but, you know, school would teach you almost, maybe school would teach you a little more, but almost about the same thing. But what comes with school with the, is a certification, right? right? And there's some really technical stuff like being a pilot that you can't just read a book about and, no, and become exactly. a pilot. Like, if you really, like, there's some really intense stuff. But a lot of things, a lot of times, a lot of the education that comes from schools, if, if they're really just mm-hmm. down to the basic, it's it's a book. And you can find a book. You can find education on things like that. It won't happen overnight. I'm not saying it'll happen. But it, it will take hard work just like it does with a school. But you could you could learn something. All that comes with school is really certification and, and you know, just that prestige. People uh, know. I'm not against school. I people think, like, 
that I'm against like education because I didn't go to college, right? I didn't go to oh. I did go to one year of community college and then I dropped out. Yeah, I'm not against you know. I think that's it for a lot of people. It's a good thing. I, well, not everybody. It's not for everybody. It's yeah, not it's, for everybody. It's not for everybody, and not everybody can be a business person. Just like not everybody can go to college or do a 95 exactly yeah because if we people, had all, people need every, to go to everyone university. was a ceo and boss there'd be no workers exactly yeah there would be exactly. no workers i'm saying like when yeah. when when your friend timmy or jimmy once doesn't want to become a you know he wants money but he's sitting at home eating Twiddling his thumbs eating a box of of freaking kit kats and cheese i mean like yeah getting fat <laughs> and doing nothing then not everybody can can be right. a not everybody can know the business exactly. and he's one of those people that just don't doesn't have it yeah he not everybody wants it. to like yeah. like he doesn't want to because if he did he would put the somebody, work in, you know somebody has to do the other work somebody's like, putting somebody the work somebody has in. to run you know mcdonald's right <laughs> so <laughs> i mean, I mean not, not, every, like that, not yeah. everybody can not everybody can be a millionaire <laughs> because then then yeah. you'd have to be a billionaire exactly <laughs> yeah so no you're that's absolutely true and yeah yeah, so like if you and and I think a lot of people are happy not being millionaires because you can you can be happy you can be perfectly happy not being a millionaire. Definitely, money definitely helps. Here's um, the thing, man. A lot of people want to be millionaires. Yeah, but when they don't come from no money and they realize really what it takes, what it takes. to come from zero to becoming a millionaire and how hard and difficult and lonely and stressful it they don't really feel up is. To it, yeah. Like, no one wants to go through that. Nope. Bro. They're like, no, you know no. what? Why would I go through all this bullshit? When I'm happy doing this. When I could... When I'm and I have to sacrifice my whole life. I don't... I, I still want to go out. Why would I do that if my 9 to 5 pays my bills? And I can go home and... and I can go home and chill and... and watch some you know? YouTube or whatever it is. Watch a movie. Exactly. Yeah. Some, and when, and when, they're, when they're in that state before they start that path to becoming a millionaire, they're like, oh, no, this just sucks. I'm, I, can't, I can't be lazy. But then when they start the path... And they realize how hard it is. Like, like what me and my partner, his name is Brandon. What we've gone through through with that transportation business, most yeah. people would have quit. I can't tell you how many times we've been through bullshit with the insurance, with the rental companies, with clients, with shippers, like calls, email. Like, dude, it's not it's not for the weak. Yeah, it's you, not for the weak. You got to rely on other people to do their but, part. Exactly. And, well, not only that, you most people would just be like, oh, this is too much bullshit. I'm giving up. Like, like why? How much money we've invested? Mm-hmm. Time that hurts, man. A lot of people yeah. are, don't even want to give up two hundred dollars to to help their homie out. Yeah, but they'll spend two hundred dollars and buy drinks. Yeah, a lot of people even like you can relate this to almost anything though. Like you can relate that to like even just working out. <laughs> right. Like people say, people that are people people that want to work out and people are, that are not in shape will be like, I don't have any time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but how true is that actually? I mean, listen, how true is your? You don't you have any time, time because you don't make time. Exactly, you don't have time because you don't make it a priority. Them, Once you make it a priority, then you have time. Right. But as long as you don't yeah. make it a priority, same right. thing with money. I I can't do this because I don't have enough money. What's because you prioritize other things like going out to eat, spending money on a trip, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and you don't have money to actually start the business. Right. So if you prioritize the business instead of going out and doing all these other things. Then you'll have the money. That brings me to a point that I kind of want a topic I wanted to talk about. I think as a man, you should prioritize those two things, the top two things right there. Fitness, getting in the best humanly shape you possibly can get into, mm-hmm. and your money. I think that's what you should prioritize, your top two things in your yep. life. As a, as a young single man mm-hmm. with no family, mm-hmm. I believe that's what you should prioritize. 
Because believe me, none of that other stuff, none of that other stuff, the women, the girls, the going out, the partying, the festivals, the concerts, none of that shit matters, bro. Here's none of that shit will give you any, any long-term benefit. It's the short-term fun. And I'm not saying yeah, be yeah. a weirdo, don't go out. I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm just be saying smart. have your priorities yeah. as a man. As a man, you have to or else this world will crush you as a man. Women, women have it easy, bro. Yeah. You already know this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys know this. And, and a lot of women watching this will probably say, <laughs> oh, no, we don't. We, we have it. We, we have it hard. Just like, no, come on, guys. Men have it way harder. And I'm saying as a man in the world, you will get crushed if you don't prioritize those two things. Yeah. Because there are men that are willing to do that. And you're going to be left behind. And, I, and I'll say this. There are men out here, 24, 25, driving Lambos, wearing Rollies, and they got the money. Mm-hmm. And you, you're sitting at home, yeah, not going after anything valuable. Yeah, how could yeah. you? I, I'm thinking to myself, how could that 24, 25 year old do it? Let's say they actually self made. Why can't I do it? You know? Yeah, you know what I mean. People, a lot, a lot of you know, there's people? a lot of dumb rich people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of exactly. that bothers me, man. I'm like, if yeah, yeah. They fucking could yeah, do yeah. it. You know? How is this guy? What, what's stopping you? What yeah. does he know that I don't know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, how did he get there? Because exactly. for a lot of people, it's yeah, yeah. easier to make excuses than it is to make the effort or to oh, make yeah. the time it's so easy to make excuses yeah mm-hmm. like patrick said it's so easy to say i don't have time it's so easy to say i can't i i you know i'm not able to but a- anyone like you said like you said there's dumb rich people any like and that's no no disrespect to them i'm Cardi like you said B. no i'm just yeah. kidding if, <laughs> if they're self-made you know there's some there's some kind of um what is it respect to them but if if they can do it who can't you know yeah you know there's a lot yeah i think like i say yeah, it comes down to your priorities, man. And, and the actual yep. willingness to put in the work. It sounds all cliche, right? Like, everyone's heard this. But it's true, man. Just put in the effort, put in the work. And you need to stay consistent. And a lot of people now, like, a lot of people will see a nice sports car, whether it be Ferrari, Lamborghini, Porsche, whatever whatever it is. Yeah. They'll see it. Cool. That's it. That's all That's all that crosses their mind. Yeah. A lot of other people, a lot of businessmen... I want will it. look at that car, or a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of younger entrepreneurs that haven't made it, will look at the car and be like, "I'm gonna think, have that." How does he have that? Yeah. What did he? What does he know that I don't know? Right. Yeah. I gotta go talk to him. Right. But the other people would just be like, "That's a cool car right there. That's awesome." Yeah. And that's it. That's a cool car. Take a picture. That's it. Mm-hmm. But all the other people will think deeper than There's that. A lot you know of things I mean? too, though. Yeah. You gotta be careful for those guys. But yeah. people that have actually made it, bro. Man. Like, I don't know if you've seen that guy that does those videos that does those clips where he asks people, um, how do you how did you get this car? And they're like, Oh, I do this. And it's so easy for people to be like to hear, Oh, I do I do real estate and be like, damn, I wish I could do that. Well, yeah, you can, you know. Mm. Like you said, you just gotta put in the work, put in the effort. And a lot of people would rather say, Well, I'm not capable of that right now. But I think you really well, it, it, it all comes that, down it, whatever they do, whatever industry they they say, Okay, well, I'm gonna go do real estate. Well, I'm gonna go do Amazon reselling or trucking. A lot of people will actually go start that, dude. But when they realize how hard it actually is. And, and the thing is, yes, it's hard. Yes, there's a lot of stuff you're not going to know. Sacrifice. But the yeah. willingness to not give up. You ha- you have to be willing to lose everything and still be able, still want to make that million. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. People don't want to do that. Yeah. They want it the first try. Instant, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, they want that instantly. Like like with crypto, they get lucky and they think they know everything, you exactly. know? Yeah. But uh, if you stay with it, my thing is, if you stay with it, there's no way you're going to always fail. Mm-hmm. It might take a long time, but there's no way. 
and it comes down to a lot of it also comes down to the people that you hang out hang, hang around exactly. with they say that you are exactly. the sum of the five people that you hang out with the most that's very true and so if you're that hanging out with the true. wrong people then you're going to become those people yes sorry patrick said yeah. twist it yeah so. like, yeah i was just saying you know like like i was saying just Stupid patrick the p the amount of people the people that you hang out with is essentially going to dictate who you're going to become and right. if you're hanging out with people that are um bullshitting yeah bullshitting all day long every day every week not really doing anything then you're going to become gonna the, that people and yeah. here's you're the thing around with people that you. are trying to be good going to the gym exercising trying to build something build a business or whatever it may be it'll motivate you then because you won't want to get have, left behind you have yeah exactly you don't want to be left behind so it'll motivate you and you have that um you have that motivation and you have that group of friends that it's going to lift you up pretty exactly. much I'm gonna go and be best because with when you're around guys like that especially as men that you're performing they're performing well and you you're the one really not doing it you're sitting there thinking to yourself Fuck. damn i gotta do that like yeah exactly like, i'm exactly. feeling left behind it's exactly. that competitive spirit exactly. we have yeah, exactly yeah. and i think one piece of advice that a lot of these people give online they're like oh well, you got to surround yourself with millionaires it's kind of hard to surround yourself with millionaires when you're not a millionaire. When you're not a millionaire. Mm-hmm. But I'd say at least surround yourself with people that have that same drive and passion as you to become somebody. Yeah. Or to not just be a nobody. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you, you got to be around people that... Because you can't... It's not easy to find millionaires no. when you're not a millionaire and just to be, oh, I'm going to be your friend. Yeah, exactly. You got to bring value to them in their life in order for them to be your friends. Mm-hmm. But uh, surround yourself with as many like-minded, hardworking individuals as you can yeah just, just surround yourself with people that are doing better than you mm-hmm. and, and just keep keep trying to push yourself you know right. like if someone's because if, if you're surrounding people if you want to feel the best out of people around you well it's so easy to go around people that are that are, that are not doing well and, yeah, and you say, could you could compare yourself and be like you know what i'm doing a lot better than mm-hmm. this guy so i'm fine but exactly you got to go because it's not bad to feel inferior you know it should push you it should motivate you so you should go around people that make you feel like you need to put in more work because yeah. there's always room for improvement. Of course. Yeah, they say that. Um, like it's just it's 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 so crazy because a lot of the times you can tell somebody the truth, they can tell them no, you're you know what you're wrong. Like you should be doing this and this and that, mm-hmm. and the other person will double down on their belief. You know what I mean? Like when you're arguing with somebody and they're telling you something like no, I don't want to do this, dude. Like why would I do that? And you're telling them otherwise. A lot of the time, after you end that conversation, that person is going to believe even more what they're telling you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. And it's like some people just don't have like that open mind where you can kind of like t- convince them or kind of just or they can kind of understand that it's coming from not a place of hate, but a place of I want you to be better, you know? Right. But I don't know. It's just so a lot of people are just envious of other people. And that's... Thank you one of the reasons why they they rather they just don't want to do anything with their lives but you yeah. need that competition you need yeah. you need to surround yourself Be with these people yeah. but also think you shouldn't worry when you're on the come up about other people other competition you should just put your head down and work and do your work you don't yeah. don't a lot of people are too caught up on what other people are doing or what the political s- sphere is in the country or what what's happening I'm like, if you're on your mission to be the best version of it you can be, especially as a man, do not worry about none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Do not worry about who the next senator is going to be. Like, like That stuff doesn't matter, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like They don't care about you. Put your head down and fitness money. Put that focus into those two things, I'm telling you. 
it'll change your life. That's well, the, if I could give any advice to any young men watching, put your focus into your fitness and your money, man. Well, like what you said, people, and it's it's not because of how you said it, but people just take it the wrong way when you say, oh, this 24, 25-year-old is a, is a millionaire, and they think, oh, well, I'm not going to be a millionaire at 24, 25-year-old, so why should I even try? Like, there's nothing wrong with doing it at 27 or 57, you know? It's just about putting that work it's in and getting there. Too, exactly. Know? It's the journey, too. Like, you're going to learn so much more, you know? But everyone's path is different. But, I don't know, I just think there's too many people around people that aren't doing that, so they're just going to do what's fun, bro. Yeah, and, and like we were saying, like, not everybody can be... You know, and, and everybody I d- can be strong. I do think this, this, everyone, I think everyone can be strong and in shape. Not everyone can be rich, but everyone sure, can yeah. be strong and in everybody shape. Everybody can definitely go to the gym and yes. become better. For sure. Yeah. hundred percent. But this, this brings it back to, I think a lot of this type of information, a lot of this type of, uh, what do you call advice that we're sitting talking about? Yeah. It, it really benefits men a lot more if they listen to it and, and women too i don't want to sound fucked up but yeah yeah but women too but the, the thing is women have and this is what i really want to talk about mm-hmm. women have have it a lot especially younger pretty women have a lot easier than men it's not sexist it's just a fact of life you know no it's not sexist not like, it, it, exactly not, yeah. they have it easier because think about it a lot of these fun activities right a lot of these the stuff that you men go to waste money on yeah whether it's drinking bars clubs concerts festivals whatever you want to call it women could get a lot of that stuff for free for free mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah i think last time we talked about how i worked in the nightclubs right yep i, I want to touch on that real quick i do still work in nightclubs i don't do that promoting stuff mm-hmm. anymore I-, I actually work nightclub security um the reason i did sec- do security because it's the reason i got into nightclub work was I wanted to have a extra part-time job to help me pay for my flight lessons. Uh, I didn't do security work before that, but uh, I was like, what can I do to make money? Mm-hmm. So I got into promoting for very little. It's a couple months. I didn't mm-hmm. do good. I sucked. I'm not even going to lie. And, I, yeah. and I'm proud of it. That I didn't, I'm proud that I didn't go further than that because that shit was terrible. And yeah. you learned from it, though. Yeah. Like- that was a terrible lifestyle. Very haram. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> No, but, like, my whole goal was to, to get in that to make money. And, you know, the whole job was, oh, you got to go hit up women, pretty girls, bring them out to the club, fill this table up, or go find men to buy tables and bottles at these nightclubs. And I was like, this is not quick, instant money. I was looking for quick, instant money, like an actual side hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and, and I know real side, real hustles, there's nothing that you can make that's a lot of money that's quick. Just right away, yeah. But I thought, okay, I, it could even be a part-time job this promoting thing. But it was more like sales, dude. You have to sell bottles and tables to make 10% commission on a table Shit. or get $10 a head each girl. I'm like, this is retarded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm here to make money. And a lot of promoters yeah. like, no, I'm here to fuck girls. Or I'm here to <laughs> uh, uh, just be the plug into the club and, you know, grow my Instagram following. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about none of that stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I truly didn't. Yeah. I'm here to make money. I didn't see the money coming in. I quit. I got my security guard license. I met a security guard that was at a nightclub. He's like, yeah, we're hiring. We're paying this much an hour. I'm like, that's really good. $26 an hour to work four nights a week securing the nightclub. You actually are somebody in the nightclub. You're suited. You're nice. So I said, I'm here to make money, dude. If I could do it in nightlife through this, I'll do it. So that's what I do now, like four to five nights a week at nighttime. Nightclub security pays me steadily, right? I get paid hourly. 
mm-hmm. you know I'm, yeah. I, my whole goal was from that to make money and now i'm actually making money from nightlife i don't care at all oh you can't drink or you can't really hang out with girls i don't give a fuck that's not what you're there for yeah i'm not there for that so yeah going back to what i said me working in nightclubs for over a year now i've seen it girls say oh we have it easy or we have it hard too like men some girls will say that or, mm. or our lives are just as hard but which how many guys do you see getting invited to vip nightlife sections or getting for paid free, for yeah or getting paid for or getting free drinks i literally was working at one of the restaurants that my nightclub company owns as well doing security mm-hmm. there and they would have they call it promo dinners yeah. and i talked to the manager and it would just be a table with one promoter and like 12 really good looking girls and i'm just like hey do these girls eat for free he's like yeah well how it works is it's it's the we want to make the restaurant look quote unquote filled wow so this promoter will bring 10 to 12 girls pay the restaurant 12 dollars for each girl as a tip like wow. the girls tip the girls don't are not going to take giving the money it's all out of the the guy's pocket yeah. mm-hmm. and the restaurant is providing at least up to a thousand dollars worth of free food and drinks really God. yeah thousand dollars i'm assuming these drink. restaurants are not cheap these these west hollywood la restaurants yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna name drop any of them but <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean and that's the thing you don't want to go to a restaurant that's full of guys or go to a club that's well full these of restaurants guys. no yeah, yeah exactly. exactly these restaurants no there's a lot of like you know higher end clientele you want to see women well not like not like nothing you know out of pocket or anything but you want to see women you especially these single guys that, that are willing to spend money they want to go and see women exactly. they want to meet women and it works for their advantage because they're bringing these girls but i'm just thinking to myself they have it that easy they're getting they can literally go out every night of the week and eat dinner a, a five-star dinner for free mm-hmm. for free and then you know would you would you say there is anything you can think of off the top of your head right now that women do have it easier than men that. Well, everything, right? You mean men have it easier than oh, women? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Vice versa. The men have it easier than women. Easier than women do, yeah. We say there's anything anything that you can think of right now that. I'm sure there is. I'm trying to think. Because, I mean, for girls, you just. If you're, if you're blessed with a nice body and, like, you you keep in shape more or less, you post a couple of nice pictures on the gram, get, some, get a nice following, you're eventually going to get invited to one of those, right? Yeah. You're just like. I think. In modern day Western society, mm. let me be completely clear, Western society. Yeah. Women could do anything a man can do in terms of work now, right? Yeah. Um, well, I guess they could, right? But yeah. if they wanted to. If, if they want exactly if they really if they wanted, wanted to. to. And, yeah, they, if they, and, wanted and, they, to. and they could. So, you know, let's just put it that. But I think I guess the only thing I could think of that men have easier is they're they're less judged if they're promiscuous. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. That's okay. the only thing I can think of. They're okay, less Yeah, that's a good one. Right. That's the only thing yeah. I can really think of that men have an advantage. They're mm-hmm. they're if a man is sleeping around with a lot of women They get valued more. They get valued more or they're more respected like, oh that's what's up, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that bro that bro gets girls. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. women it's like they're all looked down upon. Now there's a reason for that. There's a reason yeah. for that. Is that a good thing? Yes and no. Yes and Wait, not. which one? Men being, you know, highly validated for being promiscuous and okay. sleeping with a lot of women. Is that good? I say yes and no. I, I'll i say yes because it is harder for men to get sex. Exactly. We all know this. Yeah, right? that's a fact. In, in just general society, it's harder. For, so men actually have to go out there and earn. They have to be good looking. They have to have some sort of game, some sort of confidence, some yeah. sort of they status to them. They need something. They need something. Other yeah. than 
just being tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So. Other than just being a man. Yeah. Other yeah. than just being a man. Um, even a good looking man, you still have to have something else. You have to be able to talk. Yeah. If you're a good looking man and you're just all over the place. You sm- yeah. You smell bad. Then yeah. yeah that's no, no, exactly. Yeah. But but the other way around, if you're a good looking girl and you smell a little bad, there's guys out there that will <laughs> yeah. still, that will still want you. Yeah, yeah. still want you. You can be a not good looking woman, go to the bar, and you'll still get attention. You'll yeah. definitely still that's get attention. There's simps. Yeah. Now, why I say it's bad also, or it's also bad that we kind of like, oh, it's so good that men are like we we say what's up, that's what's up. Yeah, I don't think it's ideal for having a family. Yeah, so you would say it's not very, um, it's not very beneficial for you. Yeah, to as a sleep man. around with. It, it's not beneficial. I now on the other hand, I'm not saying go be a virgin, right? <laughs> because at the end of the day, we know women do not like virgin men. No, they don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, like a man that has no experience. I don't give a fuck what these girls say. They don't want a man who has, who's yeah. never been with a girl. Yeah. That's a turn off for them. Yeah, that's a complete turn off. Mm-hmm. But also a man that's been around a lot. Women will look at it like, uh, you know, like, like mm. they, some of them can, can be turned off by that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, but yeah, I, sure, at the yeah. end of the day, that man can still get laid, but it's not ideal for having a family. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But especially, same- especially now that, especially if you're a millionaire and you're sleeping around with a lot of women and now all of a sudden you want to find, you want to settle down and have a family. Now all of a sudden it's going to become super hard because right. now you don't know exactly if the woman is there for you or for your money exactly so now how do you differentiate but here's the thing in society in this modern day society it's very hard as a man as a young man who has not made it yet financially let's say it's very hard for you to go out there and find it with the modern day dating pool of women man Mm -hmm. right from our age let's say from 18 to 30 yep it's very hard nowadays in the u.s in this western society to go find a woman that's truly about you and is willing to stick with you through the struggles. Women do not want to be, a lot of women do not, not, not I'm not say all, I'm not going to say all, mm-hmm. but a lot of women do not want to be with man that hasn't made it yet. And if they do in the beginning, they're not willing to go through the struggle. Yeah, with you. no, they they're don't not willing go to go through the, the sacrifices of you starting that business and losing everything. Unless they're truly about you and they're truly just a good girl. Like, yeah. a, like a, they were raised right and everything. Most women, they wait at the finish line for the winners. Yeah, <laughs> it's as, yeah. as simple as it is, and I'm and me, a young man. Because, like you said, the well, maybe not. They're not exactly winners, but when they're the ones that are closer to to being there, to being winners, those are the ones that are spending a thousand dollars at them for dressing nice at a club or for looking good. You know, because they're they're already kind of made some, made si- some sort of financial success, so they're willing to spend that money. So they're not going to go for the guy that's hustling. They're going to go for the guy that hustled. Right, but but that's the problem with a lot of rich men too. They're kind of simps yeah they're willing to spend that much on a girl just because she looks good but they have yeah. the money respect to them they've made it financially mm. career-wise yeah, yeah. whatever but i can't tell you how many simp desperate men there are <laughs> out here guys yeah i've just seen in nightclubs if you're broke and you're simping that's a fucking disgrace <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and i will say i will say this thing though if you have the clip right there huh? if you have a girlfriend right if you have a girlfriend that has been with you since you like you said starting if you're starting a business has been has been with you through your sacrifices has stayed with you has supported you hasn't left you has stayed loyal then that is not a girl you want to lose 
Absolutely yeah. not. That is a girl. And, and if you, you want to go keep. be a promiscuous dude because and you have a girl like that next to you, you're dumb. You're you're an idiot. Yeah. Unless, unless she, <laughs> I'm gonna take this. Unless she's okay with it. <laughs> unless she's okay with it. <laughs> unless she's okay with it. Because here's the thing: a lot of men will go cheat behind their girl's back. I think that's very weak, and you're lying. Yeah. But I think if you start from the beginning and say, hey, baby, I love you. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to show you all attention. Yeah. I know this is going to sound like Andrew Tate. <laughs> but if you tell her that on the side, yeah. I'm going to see other women, and she says, okay, hey, you guys start the relationship like that. Yeah. But if you lie and go behind her back, you're, you, you, you're not a man. You're not a man. Yeah. You're a piece of shit at that point. Especially when you get, and if you get, if you get caught, mm-hmm. like if you get caught cheating on somebody, like literally, like you got caught sleeping with another girl. The worst thing that you can do is deny it. Trying to make excuses for That's the for worst thing. Yeah. That it goes the other way around with it. women as well. Yeah. But here's the it's thing. It's like, no, no, please, please. I, don't, I didn't do that. Please yeah, don't don't, so don't beg. Here's the thing. Young men, do not beg women. <laughs> oh, I could go on and on about this. But do not beg <laughs> yeah. women. Do not simp over women. <laughs> yeah. And, and if, yeah, if, if she doesn't agree, if you really want to just sleep around with other women and she doesn't agree... Then don't be with her. Like, yeah. And, and if you yeah. really love her, then don't be with then other don't women. Don't be with other women. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because you have to have come to that agreement. Do not lie to women, though. Women lie. That's how women are. And you have to be able to, uh, you know, yeah. see through that as a man. Because that's going to be part of dating. You young men who have not dated, women are going to lie to you. They're going to say bullshit to you. Yep. And I uh, think it's the same with men, though. But yes, I think men are, the men are liars, is, too. There's a lot of smart men. There's but a lot of it, smart men that know, but they, they're in denial, you know? Because, like you said, they're simps. And they live telling themselves that, like, oh, no, it's not true. It's not true. When deep down, they know. Most know? men are desperate nowadays. Exactly. Most men, even rich men. Yeah, but I would say women are liars, but men are liars, too. Men I are mean, liars, but I think that's because uh, the society of men has become weaker. Uh-huh. A lot of, there's a lot of weak men in this society. Yeah. Mentally, physically. You just see how it's going. Women mm. don't want that mm. as a man. Uh, no matter what they say, how feminist they are, they don't want that. They don't want a weak, wussified man. Mm-hmm. They want a strong, masculine, independent man. And I'll say this. If you're a simp dude and you're like, well, I'm going to ask my girl if it's okay to sleep with other women. And she's like, no. But she's like, I'm going to do it. And you're like, well, okay. She asked me and it's okay. Don't be with that woman. Yeah. That is absolutely, utterly haram, especially yeah. if a woman wants to do that. Because yeah, deep no. down, if a woman truly likes you, she won't even look another man's way. Yeah, 100%. This is okay. this is just like a whole nother ballpark. Because men and women are a completely different thinking when it comes to dating and sex. Okay. <clears throat> What do, you, what do you think about Adam 22? What do you think about that? I don't know situation? who he is. I, I don't know who he is. Who is he? Adam 22? I, I don't know who he he's is. He's the host of the No Jumper podcast. He might be the owner of No Jumper, but... I don't know who that is. He's right. married to Introduce a... Introduce me. Yeah. This guy right here? He's married to a, a woman who is a star in the sex industry, <laughs> and he let married her... To a woman who's a star in the sex industry. Yes. That's one haram thing. And he right? let her sleep with another man. Haram. He, he gave her full permission to sleep with another Absolutely, man. Absolutely, utterly haram. And a lot of people make fun of when I say haram. I'm not super religious. I was yep. raised Muslim. My parents are Iranian-Armenian. Uh, but I believe in a lot of the values and, and, and morals that come from that religion, mm-hmm. as well as Christianity. I think it's a lot of it is the same. Yep. I think religion, you could get morality from it. Mm-hmm. Not saying I'm super religious, but the haram thing is absolutely true. Like, like if a lot of Women, when it comes to dating, if a lot of men and women were to follow that, the society would be a lot better place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So that's why I say haram. But no, that is absolutely utterly haram. Because he, he's a successful um, guy, you know, but he just... He's successful, but I tell you, there's a lot of successful men that are simps. That are simps, exactly. That, or that will put up with this oh, type dumb. of promiscuous, and, and disgusting behavior. They yeah. have a whole child. They have a child together. I mean, how would that child feel? I don't know. Feel, you know, growing up and seeing child, her mom think how making old, porn videos. Exactly. Or something like that, I don't know. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not right. No, it's not. It's, it's not right, dude. It's, I mean... <laughs> here's a problem she's trying to play it off too here's a problem with a lot of men nowadays matter. yeah he is men are so desperate for pussy bro it's yeah. disgusting i see it in the club like it is <laughs> fucking disgusting yeah damn what kind of what kind of men are they though uh, Tell, like okay what, what is like the you archetype see, okay stereotype it could be any race any yeah. it could be anybody you've it's, seen them all you've seen it yeah all. it could be anybody are they usually on the bigger side or on the linear it doesn't side? matter the, it could be it a good looking ass dude yeah it's all with their character dude and and men men get it wrong. A lot of men don't get. I, I remember one time, bro. I was working security in the club. Pretty handsome, no homo. Pretty no, handsome good, white guy was like at the at the elevator where at the club I work, and he's like he was trying all night trying to talk to girls. <laughs> no, end up not getting any girl, right? Yeah. And he's over here saying, comes up to me. He's like, bro. I just don't got a big dick. Oh my god! <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I just don't. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, <laughs> what are you like, talking about, dude? He's like, he's like, all these girls, they just want a big dick, <laughs> six foot seven. Six. And this guy was like about my height. I'm six feet. Yeah. Right. Well built, white, well dressed, nice. I'm sure he wasn't rich or nothing. He wasn't. But I'm like, dude. I, in my mind, I was like, I actually, I told this. I was like, go put more focus in the money. Yeah. Go put more focus in whatever On career you're pursuing. Yeah. Don't even be here. Don't you shouldn't be at this club. Dude. <laughs> Why are you even here, bro? You, you, you're not spending money, bro. Why do you think they're not going with you? There's a fucking rich Arab motherfucker that's putting 50k yeah. on a bottle or a table. You have they're gonna grab Chris Brown to on the other table. What do, What do you think? Where do you think these hoes yeah. are gonna go to? He's just there alone trying to. Yeah, like like yeah. I, I he has said this. To offer. Come on, man. Because that's what that's what they're the women. That's what like you said. The hoes are there for. They're there exactly. for the money. They're there for for the cash for the spending. You know, these right. men are here and, and you know, <laughs> wrongfully to find love or to find, right. you know, you're now, not going to find now, that. Have I seen regular dudes get play at clubs? Yes, it happens. It can happen. Mm-hmm. But I think when you're going into a very high status place where there might be more high status, the really good looking women that you're going after, they're not going to be around the regular dudes. Can it still happen? Yes. And that's what you're looking for. A connection. I, I think you're wrong. At the end of the day, you're getting no value from that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got one hookup. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a body. Nobody gives a fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Nobody gives a fuck. That's, no, yeah. that's not increasing your value. Are you rich? No. <laughs> Are you like, rich? No. Like, come on. You're yeah. broke. Nobody gives a fuck. Oh, you yeah. picked up a girl. She was so... <laughs> come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I get that. For sure. It doesn't matter. That stuff yeah. don't matter. If you were rich and you're truly not simping, this is what I mean by desperate men. They ask women more than once. Yeah. It's, here's the thing I would give advice to the men. A lot of guys have asked me, oh, uh, how do I get girls? Or what do I do to get girls? Men I've known. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say nobody. People that I've known from the past, with like, work, <laughs> yeah. school. Yeah. Or, like, or like, they just ask me, like, oh, what do you do with girls? I tell them straight up, I ask a girl one time. I don't chase them. Yep. Yeah. Like, like what men get wrong is they go after women that are not interested in them. Mm-hmm. Right, this woman has never looked your way, has never showed you any interest. She don't even follow you on Instagram. Yeah, and you're over here sliding in her DMs, right? Begging for attention. 
hitting her up. Hey, what's up? How you doing? You want to hang out? <laughs> and let me tell you something. Yep. She probably doesn't even know you exist. She and if she does are. know you exist, she leaves you on red or gives you little bullshit responses. And you in your mind thinking, oh, she doesn't like me, but I can convince her to like me. You can't. Yeah, move on, right? You cannot you move on. You need to yeah. move on. Yeah, but you need you need to move on. Men get you it. Men get time. it wrong. With the, where they get it wrong, and where, where I think, as a regular dude, if you want to get play, go after women that are hundred percent interested in you. One hundred percent interested in you. And I'm not saying that to be head over heels in love with you. All I'm saying is they have to have interest in you, yep. and you could tell through the way they text, they talk, any of that sort of stuff. Do not ask a woman more than once. You cannot convince a girl to like you. If she doesn't like you, exactly. you try to convince her more, she's going to get turned off. Women like, I get the ick easily. They'll get the ick. Yeah. 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 They'll get the ick. That's yeah, what I hear all the time. Dude. That's what these girls say. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, yeah. do not try to convince. If she don't like you, move on. Yep. There's yeah. a million fish in the sea. Billions, actually. Because you like know? you said, even these, these rich, successful Go work on yourself. Go put that same attention into the bag. Yeah. Into the gym. Yeah. Sounds cliche, but I'm telling no, you. facts. I mean, like you said, these rich, successful men that are spending a bag on these women, there's no guarantee. At the end of the day, women are going to be with who they want to. Right. That, then that's, that, that comes down to it being easier for them because they choose. They pick and choose who they want to sleep with. Exactly. At the end of, like you said, men are much more desperate because they have to put in that extra work. They right. have to not only make the money, but at the end of the day, if the woman doesn't want you, you're fucked. Because if that's yeah. the woman you want... Well, that's the thing. You. you shouldn't get worried. You shouldn't worry about that. It's just a girl. Yeah, exactly. Who is she? She's probably a nobody. She just looks good. Mm-hmm. Don't don't over over stress it. Like I, I heard yeah. this story one time. I'm not gonna say from who, but this girl told me she was like, "I have this one friend, and he's been trying to trace this girl for two years. Fuck, mm. two years, and she like went on one date with him, and then just to friend zone him. I'm like, dude." Have some self-respect for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Men, that's what's missing in men nowadays, bro. Mm. Self-respect in themselves. Self-validation. Yeah. yeah. You know, to say, hey, I respect myself enough. Because they won't take self-respect from men, other men, right? Oh, bro, like, what the fuck? You talking about me like that? You know what I mean? They'll get in another man's face, try to act all macho and big. Yeah. yeah. If a girl disrespect him, oh, it's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Men it's like okay. that, like that, yeah. like that out there, bro. Yeah. And then if, if they see the woman doing something wrong... The weakest type of men are the men who put hands on, on women. Exactly. Those are the same men that are putting their hands on women. Yeah. They those get are, one piece of fucking pussy. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. you're I'm good. You're good. Those are, those are the emotional men, right? Yeah. Yeah. They those get are, one piece of the men. They that, get a woman, right? Yeah. Those are. The, I was just saying that those are the men are, that don't have control. Of they have no control. They have no emotional control. They have no self-control. Yeah. They're stupid. They get one woman, right? The woman looks another man's way. You've barely been dating her two weeks. And you're like, why are you doing that? Don't control women, especially if she's not your girlfriend. Yeah. Yep. You know? That doesn't mean don't have boundaries in a relationship. That doesn't mean put up with bullshit. But don't try to act like you're her father mm-hmm. when you're only b- dating her two weeks. Let her do what she's got to do. Mm-hmm. And if she's not the one, you can tell she's a hoe, then she's a hoe. Yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of women confuse the, oh, I want to go, oh, I want to go out with my friends to a bar or a club. When they have a boyfriend, they confuse the guy getting upset with, they confuse that with insecurity mm-hmm. rather than with um, being ter- territorial. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's insecurity if you are not exclusive to that person. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, You can You sure. can see a girl for a little bit and in the beginning, that's, if she's doing it every weekend, that's red flag behavior. You shouldn't want to have anything serious with her. Yeah, if you guys are 
if you guys are exclusive if, if you you're guys, exclusive and she's like that's insecure then yeah then that, that doesn't make any sense that doesn't make sense and, and i'll tell you this especially if you've been dating for a while if she does it here and there listen we're in a modern day society i'm mm-hmm. not gonna say let's go back to all time she only has to stay in the house or you control her yeah 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 but but if she if she's doing it every weekend yeah that's a problem and you shouldn't put up with that yeah because, because if why is she doing it every weekend exactly why should why is she even going to the club though right you know what i mean like why like why are you going to the club like dressed the way you are right. what you do you want know, from look, that i'm, looking, for, I'm going for my friends for me you know what i mean for like, the music yeah like why like what even is the point of that like why don't you just stay home with me yeah like, like why don't we just stay home and we'll go out together and, and there's the guys that make excuses for that like yeah it's okay like that's just her now, now I, I will say this there are women it's not all there are women that go to clubs and they will not and without their man and they will not look at another guy they're truly there for their friends or whatever it is and like I said, it's okay if your girlfriend wants to go here and there out, but if she's trying to do it every weekend, that's a big red flag, you know. And and they might not even go there to get with guys. They might go there for the attention. If she's an attention whore, don't date her either. Yeah. Women that are attention whores are always going to want that and are always going to entertain that attra- that that attention mm-hmm. to some degree. Yeah. And she might not go to the whole off a limb and sleep with another dude if she's your man but in my opinion if she's even texting other dudes that she has absolutely no business texting mm-hmm. she doesn't work with them you know they're not her family or anything just random dudes trying to get at her they they're trying to fuck and she's over here i have a boyfriend but she she shouldn't even say i have a boyfriend she's just not respond not respond yeah i think if you if you're in a relationship with with a girl that's my opinion. You could call it controlling, whatever. Mm-hmm. But well, no, it's not controlling. I feel like if if you've already set those boundaries, exactly. You and that's the thing. Men don't set boundaries, and they tell a girl all of a sudden, "No, you can't." You should set boundaries before you get into the relationship with a girl, and tell her, "This is what I'm okay with. This is what I'm not okay with." If, and if you're not okay like with it, it yeah, then swap. leave her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 as hard as hard as it might be. As much as you might like her, it might be the best thing to do. And I guarantee you, that's the number one power you have as a man. Yeah, the willingness to walk away. Well, if you don't respect yourself, how do you expect her to respect you? You know, and if she doesn't respect you, she can't truly love you, exactly. and she will never truly be in love with you. Exactly. And and that's another another thing that men don't get they get wrong. They don't. They're not willing to walk away. They're willing to put up with this bullshit by women. And at the same time, there are insecure men, right? I'm I'm not. I I can see it from both angles of how some women say, "Oh, well, this guy's insecure. He he didn't let me do this." If you set a boundary and you did it, that's not insecure. If there was no boundary, you can't really blame the girl. Nope. Yeah. Right? And, and and if it's really a fresh thing you're doing, don't let her do whatever she wants. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing that, that, that you know, if she really was valued, she won't do it. She won't do it. She won't do it. And that's how you know she's the one you can keep. Yeah. So. A lot of people yeah, mistake I, love that's for, advice for I would give. attachment. I 100% agree with you. Um, yeah. And I also don't want to cut the podcast short. Um, but we're on a, a little bit of a time crunch oh, today. I do want to thank you, Arion, for coming. I know. Yeah, thank um, you. I wish we could have more time. I would definitely want to do another one. Definitely. Um, a, definitely a longer one that, that sure, hopefully bro. that we can do. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, some some of the stocks and some econo- economic and real yeah, estate 100%, stuff. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah we got, I'm really knowledgeable we definitely on that stuff, have too. To, we yeah. definitely have to have another That's podcast. why we need you to come back. You, you've yeah. been on. This is the second time you've been on. And we we've never had a, we've never had a guest twice besides you. Right. Yeah. Um, so you're never gonna. I'm gonna be the third. So hopefully you're the third. First as well, to get the man. third yeah, podcast. So, yeah. I appreciate yeah, you guys. I don't know. Oh, we appreciate yeah, your thanks. time. Yeah. yeah definitely. For coming, thank you for coming. 
yeah let's get you back right. on soon for sure right, thank definitely. you we'll, peace you. out guys thanks right. guys peace for watching guys. let us know down below what you think about these conversations and you know what uh, what you want us to talk about next if you want us to bring him back which we will even if you don't want us to peace <laughs> out everyone no you have no say yeah you have no say you know, it's funny that we were recording for like over two hours we got two hours